When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. Mr. Swimming with Bow-Legged Women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well... My advice to you... Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Hey everyone, Jim here, Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. We have a great guest, well, guests, pluralized today. Um, we have the husband-wife duo in Aaron and Jillian Shriver, friends over at Melodies and Memories. They are a podcast that we were actually on earlier in January. This is almost like part two of that conversation. This is a much, much longer conversation, but it was one that... I think we needed to finish. I feel like we almost finished the conversation in this episode. Um, I don't think the conversation between the Shrivers and myself will ever be finished. Um, you know, but I, I appreciate them so much for having me on. They, they sure as hell didn't need to. And I appreciate it. And I've always, I've always wanted Aaron on this show. Um, and then when he came to me and was like, Hey, we want you on our show. I was like, great. So this is the opportunity where we just swap. Um, I'll do your show, you do my show, and call it even, I guess. So thank you so much to the Shrivers for being on. Um, this is a two-hour episode, you know, just the conversation alone. So buckle up, because there's a lot in it. There's a lot in it. We talk a lot about our church, um, because... I'll, I'll say it and we're, we're going to get into it and he's going to probably bust on me for this one, but you know, he's practically the founder of the church choir. So <laughs> why, why wouldn't we, um, you know, pretty much the first half of this episode is all our church, um, which was great. I loved it. I loved everything about it. Um, you might know Aaron from his, um, outsiders radio, um, special guest treatment that he got over there on Sirius XM. Um, awesome guy if you you could find that if you don't have Sirius XM it's floating around out there um his stuff is great he he does him and his wife do such a great job with their show like it, it I know I'm saying like and um a lot here but I can't I can't really articulate what these people mean to me um they just are incredible incredible people it feels like home when I talk to them, if that makes sense. You know, I've never met Aaron or Jillian in the flesh in person before, but I feel like I've known them for years and years and years at this point where, you know, even when 
even if or when this podcast ever ends, you know, I really think Aaron and I and Jillian and I will be friends forever. Um, that's the kind of sense I get with these with these people. I, I absolutely love them. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. I, I could go on and on, but the episode is going to do that. So here is really part two of our conversation with Melodies and Memories. Go check out that episode. Go check out all their stuff, too. Their stuff is absolutely fantastic. Really, without without Aaron, I don't know if I'd be still doing this, to be totally honest with you. he's I say it in the episode. He's he's the kind of the thing, what I'm chasing, because I love what they're doing. And, um, you know, I appreciate them so much. So without further ado, our conversation with Aaron and Jillian Shriver from Melodies and Memories Music Media. Enjoy, everyone. We want to give a big shout out to our friends over at Off the Rails here in Worcester, Massachusetts at 90 Commercial Street, Worcester. They have the best food, the best music around. You will not go wrong. Go to their website, offtherailsworcester.com. You can see their lineup of shows. You can see their menu. You can see the local talent they have. Absolute fantastic people. We love being a part of the Off the Rails family, and we love having them being part of our family. Thank you so much to Off the Rails. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Hello, Strivers. Can you hear me? Testing, testing. Hey. Hey, can you hear me? Can you hear us? Yeah. (laughs) She knows how to run the board over there. I was like, we were trying to talk. I'm like, oh, wait, what's going on? (laughs) Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, cool. Oh, perfect. We've never done this before through the board. It's kind of kind of interesting. So we wanted to use our mics and stuff. Yeah, you wanted to be more professional than me just talking to my phone. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? Oh yeah, that's all I do, man. Uh, <laughs> it's not it's not super professional here on the podcast. <laughs> that's funny. You know, I it amazes me the guests we've been able to get so far with the way I do this. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. You know, we throw shit at the wall and hope it sticks. <laughs> that's why i've been doing that's why i've been doing forever fake it to yeah. you right yeah hell yeah so um thank you for being on the show um this is actually you guys are the first podcasters that i've had on oh hell yeah dude this will be fun um i'm actually very excited because you know uh, like i said to you guys last week like i never in a million years thought i'd still be doing this Dude, that is awesome. Yeah, dude, we I, I can't wait. We, we're still doing it. Like, this is just, I think we're in the same boat you are, <laughs> like, the feeling-wise. Yeah, yeah. So, I, like I told you, you know, this show is about you. So, I kind of, I want you to, you know, kind of tell your story on how you started, why you started. Like, if you want to talk about how you, now, Jillian, do you prefer Jill, Jillian? Do you give a shit? I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't matter. Whatever works. All right. <laughs> Whatever's easier for you. You know, if you guys want to talk about how you guys got together, how you, whatever, whatever you want to do. Like, this is your show, you know, like, really. It really is. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. <laughs> There's a lot to tell. I was going to say, yeah. I was like, where, where <laughs> do you want us to start? Any direction. <laughs> <laughs> I started in March of 97 in my first concert. That's kind of what really led me into where I'm at today, I guess, because I went and saw Kiss with my dad. And it totally changed my entire entire aspect, I guess, on live music, seeing this show. And it was just wild. And I think that started my love for music in just general. And I just started going to shows and 
I don't know how many concerts I've been to now these days. <laughs> yeah. Too many to count, probably. I think we're looking at, probably if I had a guess, 700 or so. Yeah. Over since 1997. Yeah, without it. Yeah, without it. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, now, Jill, do you have, did you have that same sort of love for concerts that Aaron does before you met him? We, yeah. we met at a concert. We met at a concert. <laughs> oh, okay. But I have to say, no, actually, I was not, you know, I was brought up, my family's from the South, so we were definitely brought up on um, country music, but definitely not, at my first concert was probably with, at Country Thunder where we met, I don't think I'd been to a concert before that, but um, no, I have not been to as many concerts as here, <laughs> and we did not share that love, but we did meet at a concert, which I think was kind of, is kind of fitting for the way things have ended up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the country thunder music festival, but there's one in twin lakes, Wisconsin. And I used to go and got one year. I got to go with all my buddies. I said, all right, let's just all go. They hated country music. They couldn't stand it. The last two acts of the weekend was Leonard Skinner and his easy top. I was like, guys, come on. Skinner and his easy tops closing this whole thing out. I'll buy the tickets. You guys buy the beer. We'll, we'll be, we'll be set. We'll be good to go. And go figure, Jillian and her two best friends were camping right next to us. <laughs> oh, no shit. Okay. So there are there are camping neighbors, and I think we kind of pissed them off the first night. <laughs> yeah, we, we were definitely um, not as into partying as you guys were. And Ooh, you guys were loud and... Playing that smell by Skinner over yeah. and over again. <laughs> <laughs> over and over and over again. But uh, yeah, it ended up... We actually didn't really talk... The first couple of days, I don't think, did we? Well, uh, kind of. I mean, we hung out a little bit, but. So let me tell you how obnoxious Aaron was. So Aaron was standing on top of a vehicle filming girls with his friend and his girls. What t- was it? A girls gone wild T-shirt? Oh yeah, I had a no, I had a girls gone wild film crew shirt back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> my man. <laughs> I think there's still a picture somewhere. And my buddy and I. So we're going to the full so story. Before, how we met. All right. <laughs> so before we even met, which is really funny, we actually have our first meeting on film so, on those mini VHS tapes. Yeah, the night, they, you, they were filming us. The, you not that. We were doing that. Let me clear that up. <laughs> the night before, my buddy and I, we went out. We were drinking pretty heavily. <laughs> we had those shirts on. We both had video cameras. These little mini handheld video cameras. Or just think this is probably 2004, I want to say. So a little small video camera handheld, and we're just walking around with these t-shirts on. I probably have a bottle in one hand and camera in the other hand and just fucking around. <laughs> Having a good time. Well, the next morning, we were watching these the video back. Like, hey, what you get on your camera? What you get on your camera type thing? And Jillian and one of her friends came out and started lifting this cooler. And I guess my friends are just filming randomly. And actually, hears me say something on camera. <laughs> hears me say, "Oh, look at what I don't know why I said, but I was like, look at the butt on that one or something. Look at the ass on that one. I don't know why I said it. something along the lines of that." And that happened to be Jillian because she was bent right over. <laughs> so we used to tell story. <laughs> so I just said something, just something, just totally guyish. I mean, yeah, totally. Just back in the day, just a couple guys hanging out. I didn't know he was filming. I'm sitting there just kind of just BSing with my guy. And he has the entire first meeting. Because then you actually hear us go on camera go. Let's go talk to him. No, you hear, hey, they're lifting this really heavy white cooler. We should go help him lift this cooler. And you hear me, <laughs> hear me on film go, we should go help him out. And then the camera ends on that. 
that was a fun first meeting. And like, it was kind of funny because like your best friend and my best friend, like I was actually hanging out with her best friend more and my best friend was hanging out with Jillian. And the way it just, it just ended up, it was cool because all four of us just uh, kind of just got to know each other over the weekend and got to know one another. And then here we are 18 some years later, never thought it would still be around. <laughs> well, that's incredible. That really is, you know, because, you know, you don't get a lot of that. You don't get a lot of that you know, organic story. And, you know, nobody really likes to tell the way they maybe met their husbands or wives, you know, the right way, you know, you know what I mean? It's always some sort of bullshit kind of story. And, um, <laughs> That's what it was. That was pretty fun. innocent, but yeah. it was fun. It was, it was a fun one. It was a fun weekend. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. That's great. The that fact was... is that we still have it all on video, just like everything, even the entire weekend, over the weekend, we still videoed it because we just got these brand new video cameras before the whole weekend started. So it's still pretty cool to be able to look back on it like 18 years later. I'm still want to do something with those tapes. I want to put something together. I never have, but I thought it'd be cool to put something together like the weekend we met. Something that's like G-rated that we show the kids. <laughs> right. all, all of our stuff is. Yes. Like, let's not, you know, yeah. not implying that well, I'm talking about the night before. We we'll edit all that footage out. That did not include me. Let's be clear again. That did not include me. Well, oh my before. god. Okay. That's awesome. And I mentioned that my family's from the south, and we're very traditional. <laughs> Let's not go there. Oh man, that's that's awesome. I love that. I love that. You know, it's. Oh, I could tell you stories. Um, but that, <laughs> That would have been for your show, not my show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so, you know, we, we've talked a lot, Aaron, about, about a lot of things. And, you know, we touched upon it when I was on your show. But, you know, you have this love for Eric Church. Where did that come from? Well, just all together, just well, so just playing into the story and just following along with the, the timeline. Jillian and I, probably about a year after we met at Country Thunder, she came to me and it's like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip town and go to Mississippi and go to school and I don't know what you want to do but you want to come with the the opportunities there and I'm like huh now I'm living in my parents' basement I don't know what I'm doing and next thing I know I'm packing all my crap I have I own and going to Mississippi a state I've never been into before but her family she has some family down there and she was gonna to go to school and I ended up working kind of outside of Memphis area a little bit. And my buddy and I still big Leonard Skinner fans. And uh, they came and played South Haven, Mississippi. And we ended up going. I still remember standing in line and we're passing around a jar of moonshine. This is like, like not the stuff that you get like in Lynchburg, like that you could buy over the counter or whatever. This is stuff that's made in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> like the Tennessee, Mississippi moonshine. So we're out there drinking this stuff. And this someone's like, yeah, there's, there's some church guy opening up. I'm like, yeah. My uncle's always told me that if there's three openers, their first opener is really shitty because they want to make the headliners sound better. So, so this guy's going to be terrible. So I'm already saying this guy's going to be whatever. And here it comes. The very first line is, I believe that gas is too damn high. And I look at my buddy. It's like, man, I think I lied. I don't know if this guy's going to be that terrible. I said, this would be guitar players playing the talk box, going to town. I'm like, all right, this is pretty interesting. And they were rocking, dude. Like, I know how you're talking. Like, you're you're a rocker, too, back in the day, man. So these yeah, guys, yeah. their amps are turned up a little bit louder than normal. And I looked over, and their one guitar player had tattoos up and down his arm. I'm like, all right, 
how do you get into these guys? And the set just kept getting better. And it was mainly a lot of a couple covers, but a lot of the singers like me stuff. And I'm like just relating the song and for song for song, I just keep relating to it. And the live show just got me hooked, dude. And all the way home, we weren't talking about Skinner. Jason Aldean played. It was like right when he had Hicktown out. He was the opener, like the, the main opener. And we weren't talking about those guys. We were talking about this church guy all the way home. <laughs> and we are just hooked from there, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, I told you my church story from, you know, last week. And, yeah. You know, if, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to know that story, you got to go listen to uh, our, sh- our show on your show. Yeah, it's kind um, of a little part two. <laughs> Yeah. And, um, you know, I think it's apropos that we talk about church because he just announced, you know, this this huge tour he's going on this summer and and all that. Um, It's just it's incredible what he's been able to do in his time. You know, he he was able to put out those first two records that, you know, made the labels happy. And then he went off and did his own thing. Yeah. And that's what he kind of always did. Even putting on the second album, he put out Smoke a Little Smoke, and they told him not to. They yeah. think it's career suicide. Don't do it. And he did it because he knew that's what the fans, like, he's just like, you're not at my live shows. And this is what he was telling people at Capitol and everything else. He's like, come out to my live shows and see what songs work live. And it's the Smoke a Little Smoke because it's the two pink lines. These are the songs that are working live for us, and these are the songs that he put out. As controversial as they could be, I mean, when have, other than Willie, have you ever heard of a country singer singing about weed? So, right. So, and that's what, I mean, just stuff like that. It's like, all right, I like this guy. He's outside the box. And he reminds me of those older guys that are a little rough around the edges that didn't really care. But he always reminded me of Springsteen. I mean, you're, you're from the East Coast out there. So, Springsteen, man. So, this is our generation, Springsteen. This, he's going into that transition still to this day. Like, I'm seeing this band growing adding brass sections and piano player and everything. He's going into this modern Springsteen. Wow. You know, I never thought of it that way. Like at all. Three, four hour shows. And once his restaurant opens, he starts doing shows at the restaurant. People are going to have to come to him. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Now I'm, I'm not sure if you read my article that I wrote about, about him in the tour. Um, What do you think is the reasoning behind he's bringing out the people he's bringing out on tour with him. I think it's just, honestly, it's just people that's on his own playlist. Just He has the Outsiders radio now, and he's playing his own playlist. And I think these are the people that you would find that if you looked at Eric Church's most played in 2022, it's going to be Cody James. It might be a little Jelly Roll, some Lady Wilson. You're going to have these artists popping up. And I really think it's just his own playlist of people that he's played with, like Ashley McBride and stuff like that, and just putting, pulling them all together and just showing how versatile everything is. You got to look at this. This is Eric Church's first time having openers since like what 2014, I think, since the yeah. Outer Store. So it's pretty pretty crazy how many openers he's having, just how this whole thing's coming together. He just added a third show today to Orange Beach, uh, Alabama. Hey, everyone, I just wanted to remind you about our friends over at the Afterglow Boutique um, over there at 4 Evergreen Lane in Hopedale. She has moved out of Blackstone, moved into Hopedale. All of her stuff is still online. Don't forget, if you're going to go shop online, put in promo code BOOTS, that's B-O-O-T-S, at checkout for 20%.
R O T S at the afterglowboutique.com. Cheers. Damn. So him, Laney Wilson, and Jackson Dean are doing three shows out there. Wow. That's nuts. Now, Julie, did you did you fall in love with church the way Aaron did? I fell in love with Aaron. And <laughs> with that comes Eric Church. <laughs> no, so, you know, I got we pictures in, now, so <laughs> So I I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I, I, I love Eric. I respect Eric. I love everything he did. Eric was we start you know, we started seeing Eric back in two thousand what, six mm -hmm. or whatever. And there I mean really less than 10 people were there at shows. Many, yeah, there wasn't many. So we would hang out and we would talk. And like, so we got to know him on an intimate level and like a friendship level. And I feel like that is what, is why we care so much about him. So I care about that piece of it. I am not, you know, I don't have to go to every show. I don't have to travel across the country. I don't have to do all of that. But I support Aaron and that he loves that, you know, appreciates his music so much that that's what, you know, drives him and that it's, so I've supported him over the years. So I love music. I love the artistry behind it. I love all the people that we've come in contact with and that we've had so much exposure to and just amazing people. Like every artist we've met, so you know, that we've talked to and stuff has just been amazing. And um, his camp is amazing. His team is amazing. His family is amazing. I just, so that's what I appreciate. Um, but I, I would not say that I am a hardcore, <laughs> you know, like, hey, you've been to almost fifty shows, right? I've been to a lot, but I but but again, you know, it's it's been cool to watch him grow, and I, I think that's kind of yeah. like just <clears throat> we, we got hooked hooked really early on, and just to watch his career go from what it was to what it is now, like we we always hoped for that, but we never knew it was yeah. going to be that. right. Yeah, and I love like his fans. Like we have made the most amazing friendships Friends, and relationships yeah. out of from the Eric Church fan group you know i mean we've gone on vacations together we've been to each other's weddings like we've supported each other during they've been to our birth and like they <laughs> yeah, know our yeah. kids and like they vacate they vacation with us at times like we literally had a church choir cable at our wedding we did so <laughs> i mean you know that that sense of like family is what i love about eric church like i feel like i have not met a single person in that group you know that hasn't supported each other in one way or the other you know they're so kind everybody you know will give you a ticket or you know if you can't get a ticket they'll find you a ticket or they'll you know whatever put you up for the night or help whatever you know and i think that's what eric has done building his community so you know so much from where it started um to where it is now it's just created this huge like family i don't know how to put it so that's what i love about it i think you know it's it's funny because we talked a lot about oar last week and yeah. hearing that story about eric and the fan base reminds me a lot of oar back in the day i know it's still that way now but i've i've so far removed myself from it that um you know, for a lot of reasons, but um, we we we're, we we're neutral on that. Yeah, it it's it's there, there's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. There's oh, definitely sure. some some struggles. There's been some loss. There's been you know friendships that have been broken. There's lots of things, you know, that you have gone through, and I'm sure you can relate with that group as well. But would I ever say that we are worse off for it? No, like it definitely has been. It shaped our relationship. It shaped our family. It shaped our 
our, you know, where we are now. So I appreciate all of that. But yeah, there's definitely some ugly out there as well. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 No. No. Let Let me ask you, Aaron, because you've been a super fan for so long, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way at all. Do you have a little? And uh, I'm gonna ask you this, and I'm gonna be, yeah, I'm putting you right out there. But do you have any sort of resentment? Because of, you know, you saw him when he was nobody, and now that he's somebody, you're like, ah, oh, shit. You know, I, and I mean, and I say that in a way of like. No, because it's cool, because Eric's still Eric to me. Like, yeah. Like, we, we're, we're still like, it's more his people that keep him kind of guarded and keep him back, like, kind of hit, hit back, like, in a way, like, not hit, like, hit they back. They protect, but, they protect yeah, him. He doesn't have access know, right? to the guy like we used know. to. He doesn't hang out as a at his bus after shows and talk to fans because there's only 10 of us out there. Right. And that used to be cool. Like, we used to do stuff like that. And now there's, like, it was really cool. We were in Green Bay, for example. We were in Green Bay, Wisconsin. We had tickets for back-to-back nights. First night, we took the kids to the very first show. All four of us went. And I could swear Eric was going to notice us. We were prime front row pit. I was like, dude, he's going to see the kids, and we'll see what happens. And it was like, what, second to last song? He finally noticed us, and the minute the minute he was done, he walks off stage, walks right to us. First first stop he does, comes over and hugs Jillian, hugs me, takes a picture of all four of us, like my profile picture for like the longest time on Facebook. I just love that picture, and it was cool. And then the very next night, he saw me again in the pit. He walked over, he came over and gave me like a side hug. He goes, "Dude, family looked awesome." He goes, "Dude, really, congrats, whatever." He says, "It's like." Looks like everything's going good. And he goes, they're really cool bringing them out. And I'm like, this is awesome. Like, Eric's still, like, he's still trying to be as personable as he can in the 10, 15, 20 seconds that we might still get every now and then here at a show or whatnot. And it, it's just cool. It, it's really cool to, like, to see that he would still do that. Uh, there was one show where we were in Milwaukee, I think, and we were, what, three sections? We were so far from the stage. And he noticed Chili and I way back when. It was during these boots. He had me chuck my boot. So, I mean, I was probably halfway across the arena. It was really hard. I thought <laughs> yeah. I launched this. So, like, Eric's always he still just, Eric. He, yeah. yeah, he, you know, he can't have the accessibility that he used no. to have. He can't, sure. he can't possibly be close. And, and again, you know, there's those things, too, where you just have to, like I said, with the good, the bad, and the ugly, like, some people, it does create, it has created in the past, you know, rough water sometimes with people. And so we just, we, to your point as well, we've kind of removed ourselves and we're just like, we're here for the music. We appreciate the music. And if we happen to get close enough to say, Hey, then great. And if we don't, it's a great show. We still appreciate him and his music and what he's become, you know? So I don't think there's any resentment at all. I actually just think it's more like, it's just amazing to see where he's come. Yeah, you know, yeah. He is now, and in the fact that like a lot of people in his camp are still there. Yeah, I think that's right. like, a lot about him too. Like, you know, his man, like his manager, and like his, you know, his. I don't even know what was Marshall Merch guy. Mar- Mar- now Marshall like he was a merch guy. Now he's like the CEO of like, like he was he would like hold, he would like hold people's <laughs> purses for us. You know, like he was like that guy, and like now he's like on top of his camp. So I think that. That says a lot for him too. He keeps his, you know, he keeps his friends and his, mm-hmm. his um, people close to him. I think that that's that's cool. Yeah. yeah, that that is great. You know, it really, really is. You know, when when you have a team like that that stays, 
you know, day one. You know, it says a lot about the artist too. Yeah, it really does. And we've never, I mean, everything's been, it's been cool. Just like seeing, like I said, seeing the growth and seeing where he's gone, where he's came from and like, he's still here. And yeah. I was trying to say like, to me, there's no reason. I mean, even now, like to this day where I'm kind of doing more of like in the same boat, we're doing the music media thing now. So I really kind of don't cross business and pleasure. Like I still keep Eric Church's. I'm still a fan of his, you know? Right. Keep that separate. Yeah. 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 Now, is it, I'm going to get to your, um, your stint on Outsiders Radio, but I'm, yeah. I'm kind of laying the foundation here for people <laughs> that don't know. Um, now, you say you don't want to mix business and pleasure, right? But <laughs> in, in, in your situation, right, mm-hmm. when Church puts out an album or a song or whatever, is it hard for you to be honest with? No. So what was really cool is uh, one of our most downloaded podcasts that we've ever had, um, we did a heart and soul music review. And I, I think I, I talked about it a little bit on the Insiders Radio, too, or Outsiders Radio. And uh, I, I picked two of the other biggest fans that's been around with Eric for a while that I knew had a really good opinions. And we sat and did like a three hour review. And there are some songs where I get this song is like we were honest about it. And that's something I can always be. And I, I feel like I, I can give honest opinions now. And that's our one of our most downloaded episodes we've ever had. And because people really wanted to hear what we had to say about the album, I think. And I don't know. I can't wait to do it again. Because the minute Eric announces a new album, I think we're going to do the same show all over again if I can get the two to do it. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, and that's kind of how I felt. You know, I'm a big Luke Combs guy. Like, I, yeah. I am. You know, I discovered Luke during his Vine days and, and all that. Like, I'm not a... <laughs> I, I, right, right. I'm not at the level you are with Eric, but, you know, been around long enough, right? Yeah. And I wrote an article a couple of weeks ago about when Luke had announced that he's coming out with a fourth album and I, I like, I cringed, I shuddered to the fa- <laughs> to the thought of like, Oh good. A fourth album. That's going to sound like the last three did combined, <laughs> you know, but like for me yeah. being the person I am and the new Englander in me, like I have no problem saying that, you know, yeah. I'm exactly. sure, I'm sure if make wake came across it, I'm sure they're not too thrilled about it. <laughs> Oh, I, I will tell Eric Church how I feel about the song Jenny right to his face. No. <laughs> Here's the thing about opinions, though. Like, in my opinion, well, opinion, but, like, how do you grow? Like, without constructive feedback and without honest feedback, like, how do people grow? Right. You know, like, and not that they would listen to our review. Like, dear God, Eric Church could care less about what we I'm mean, just saying, you like, never I know. Like I mean, honesty, these reviews can make waves. And, you know, but I yeah. just feel like honesty is honesty. And if you didn't like it, you didn't like it. Like, I don't think there's, you're not going to like everybody and you're not going to like everything. And that's okay. That doesn't mean you don't like him. That doesn't mean that you don't like or appreciate the work or the, that went into it, but you don't like it. That's I want to okay. see, like, everybody's allowed to not like everything. Talking about church, man, I want to see where he's going to go. Uh, this tour now that he doesn't have Joanna Con with him. I really think that he really pushed. I think she made those shows like Eric shows top notch anyways, but having Joanna out there with him. Yeah. Dude, that was like the cherry on top, dude. And I want, I know he's been using like a brass section and a couple other backup singers, but I want to see where he goes this, this tour coming up and see how he fills that void and that hole out there. 
Well, seeing you brought up Joanna and and the you know the knowledge you have, what what do you make of that? Was that a was that a mutual decision? You know, because you hear about shit on the you, internet. Right? I don't know. Yeah, you hear about everything and you hear about rumors. And honestly, I one hundred percent don't know what exactly went down. But I'll say this: the weirdest part of it of this whole thing is neither of them put out a statement about anything. It was just kind of like they're done. It's over. Like there's like Eric didn't say, "Hey, thanks for, thanks for the time," but Joanna didn't say anything like that. It was just, it was just done. So I'm like, "All right, that's kind of odd." But who knows? They don't have to do that, you know. They're not in the position where they have to put out anything. Right, right. Well, here's my thing. I think, and I again, who could nobody could care less about Julian Meeks, but no, can, hold on, hold on, no, I'm gonna can. interrupt. <laughs> I, I'm gonna interrupt you real quick because. <laughs> I'm going to say I care what you think because I've listened to so many of your – I'm sick of listening to Aaron's voice. <laughs> Aaron always says, Julian, you need to talk more. And I'm like, you talk enough for the both of us. <laughs> uh, I just think, you know, some, they've toured for together. They've been together a while. Right. At some point, maybe it was just time to move on. She has built a great fan base for herself. She's a phenomenal singer. No, I, I'm wondering if Eric you know, thought maybe he was holding her back in some way. It very well could have been a, you know what, it's been however long, and it's just, I'm going to do something different, and you need to pursue your own thing. And it wasn't like, didn't necessarily be a negative thing, but, and you don't always have to put out a statement. Like, you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. Like, you do what feels right for you, and if it was right for them to split for whatever reason, it wasn't, it was never... Eric Church and Joanna, right? Yeah, right. She had gotten pretty big. She's got a great fan base, and mm-hmm. she's a great lady, and she's an amazing artist. So sure, it might have just been that time, <laughs> you know. And people, people like drama, right? People want to know. And like, he still plays around Outsiders Radio, so yeah, I don't so think there's no. I don't think there's there, bad you know? blood. I don't think anything yeah. bad happened. But then again, I mean, who knows? It could have. Right. People might have just were just not talking about it because it's not wanting to be talked about. But you know, sometimes things just. They, people just grow. People grow out of each other. People grow out of, you know, situations. And it was just time for her to move on. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think you're wrong <coughs> at all. I really don't. Um, you know, there's been plenty of instances like that over the years, you know, especially in country music where, you know, you have a, a singing duo, right? It, yeah, you're right. They, they're not, it's not Eric and Joanna, you know, but it's, you know, if you follow them and you've seen their show, like, that's what you're used to. Uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, sh- shit happens. You know, it is what it is. You know, what I think it's really funny about this tour, though, like, talking about just on Eric and the tour, is how when he, remember when he canceled the basketball game? And yeah. Travis Tripp made that comment about him. Yeah. Now Travis Tripp's out there opening for him. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that was really interesting, too, because, you know, especially through COVID and, you know, Travis is very... <laughs> openness about you know yes. the whole nine all of it and now I, I call it a pr stunt with the whole covid thing and the <laughs> stone and yeah i agree and all that you know um i found that very interesting that <laughs> that 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 relationship is is a relationship you know i'm sure it's always had a little beef he had some beef with billy ray cyrus back in the day too i don't think yeah. eric church does anything that's not intentional no. no, he is too smart. He is too creative. He is too intentional with things. He would not 
there's a reason he brought he's picked he picked Travis Tritt, and it yeah. may be to just be like, I'm cool. Like he had an opinion, he was pissed, whatever. He wouldn't, you know. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. But every single person that he's dating with him was intentional for a reason. Right. You know? Right. And again, look what we're doing. We're talking about it, right? <laughs> and you know, you know I, I, I said it last week or when it, you know whatever, and when the tour was announced that. Everybody he's bringing on tour, I've become a huge fan of, right? Below those, I could take or leave. But, um, you know, I think who he's bringing out is the future of country music in the next five to ten years. I really do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I had made a comment of, you know, know, tongue-in-cheek, you know, a little play on words. But, you know, is this the country music Jesus we've been waiting for? You know, is this – is Eric Church – going to save country music as we know it i think i i mean i don't know i think he is slowly but surely just kind of i never would have thought it that way but yeah i mean he's presenting some of the best acts out there yeah so and just gonna be crazy just dude the lineups mess with the whole pre-sale i'm I'm probably gonna do a couple of them but cody jinx is gonna be the chicago one and that's why i'm kind of excited for that one it's gonna be fun show yeah yeah you know and the closest one to here is jersey um and i I, I honestly i'm thinking about it and i'm thinking about it mainly because whiskey myers is opening and i love whiskey myers you know so it it might be worth the uh the four-hour drive for that for that bill you know it really might be i love that ray wiley's out there with him too i thought he was done playing for a little bit or whatever yeah i thought so too and i was like oh shit like, no, I, church played a couple shows with him in Texas. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, so now that we've gotten the uh, the basis of church and you guys in our church, I always refer to you as the guy that started the church choir. <laughs> Is that accurate or have I just been making this up? No, but I will tell you this. Uh, I, when we were talking about, we were probably one of the first 20 fans or so that was on these boards. So we used to have message boards back in the day. Yeah. Um, and we would go on and post all these message boards. And I forgot her name. And she, she'd probably be killing me. But we were on there one day. And they asked. And they said, "What we should start an official fan club. And I actually want to say the guy who does it or did it, I, I reconnected with because he's Everett's manager right now. And it's so crazy because it's just so how it's a small world and how things come full circle. But, uh, he was asking just kind of recommendations of what we should name the fan club. And she came up and said the church choir. So I was in on that thread reading it, but I was not the, the very first one. We were there um, probably what first 20 or so that were right there on those boards and always talking about it. It was always fun because, I mean, Eric said he wouldn't get on there, but every time we're, they'd be kind of like a mystery man on there, like commenting stuff. And we were like, I think that's Eric. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So that's kind of like where the church choir was born was these old school message boards. Yeah. Yeah. OAR had one too, you know, back to OAR, you know, because that's, that was my, you know, that was my travel around and follow to, you know, 50 some odd (laughs) shows, you know, see them in different States and then see them in, you know, I would see OAR in new England, you know, between three, three States and four shows in three days, you know, it was, it was crazy. Um, so how were you chosen to have your 
Outsiders Radio gig thing that you did? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> I was on my way. We I got to cover Americana Fest in uh, last September in Nashville, and my dad and I were driving down to, down to Americana Fest, and all of a sudden my phone rang. It was a six one five area code, and I knew that was a Nashville area code. And those one, those are the numbers you really don't. Don't you know, not answer. Yeah, you, Correct. You yep. pick those ones up. <laughs> yep. But I answered it, and it happened to be the host of. Uh, this is well, they they're going to be the host of Outsiders Radio, but they couldn't tell me that they're going to be the host of Outsiders Radio yet because they couldn't make it official because it was like probably two months before the announcement of, of Outsiders Radio actually launching. Yeah. So I kind of was let in on an early secret where I couldn't even say anything about it and then they told me well we want you to be one of the first fans and i got to follow lady wilson so i was like this is gonna be awesome (laughs) damn that's no did they tell you what they wanted you to say did they give you like a they sent me some scripts and um but then they said they asked me they're like pick like eight eric songs like four or five non-eric songs and what was crazy is like i only thought i was gonna get 60 minutes and i I gave them enough material like I gave them a bunch of probably about two hours worth of material and yeah. they used every single song and they wow. used a lot of the stories. They used, I think one story, but they used some of the stories before the songs, but they used every single song I, I gave them. They used, and we went over like probably 15 minutes or whatever. It was like an hour and 75 minutes or hour or 15 minutes, or whatever. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> wow. I got more than an hour. So it was, it was pretty cool the way everything worked out, but I, I was just blown away that they, they even asked like, in the first place and be a part of it. And I don't know if, if Eric had anything to do with it, he's, they say he's running the radio. So I don't know if they say, Hey, pick a fan that would be part of it. And he just said, driver. I don't know right? Don't know where it came from. Who, yeah. We have no idea who invited it or who threw my name out there, but whoever did, thank you. <laughs> if you're yeah. this. So cool. he was super but, humble by it. It's yeah. pretty awesome honored beyond anything dude and be able to to tell the stories and then dedicate songs to people dude there's a couple times where i got really personal and dedicated a song to an old friend and stuff and it was it was fun man it was a roller coaster it was an emotional roller coaster just through like a lot of songs i was telling jillian when we were listening to it i said what's crazy is if you listen to like my ipod of like i say my ipod but like my (laughs) I said my old iPod played so like your top twenty-five or whatever. These yeah. are the songs that I would have had on there. Like yeah. I See Me by Travis Tritt and stuff like that were like songs that I have played multiple times from the car over the years. Damn. But now so if if you get a a personal invite to uh, the restaurant when it opens, you gonna go? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there in a heartbeat. No, I'm really, dude, I'm hoping to be there opening week. Like, yeah. honestly, if I'm not there opening week, I don't know what, I, I, I got traded in my fan card or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to be there opening week, I feel. Um, nope. Not opening day. Is it still slated to open this year? Because I've seen some pictures. You know, I don't right? know. Um, I have a friend that she was down there, somebody in the church choir, one of the park groups on Facebook, whatever. They asked one of the construction workers, and they said it'd be late this year, early next year, before they even have it done. Oh, wow. so, okay. He's remodeling everything, so I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I, I, I think my, there was a lot to do. The building was pretty. Yeah, my guess was he was trying to get it open before CMA Fest, but I highly doubt that's going to happen. Yeah. 
even the even the things I've seen, even even within like the last week or so, it's like, oh shit, like that's not opening anytime soon at all. And I think that's why he ended up doing this this tour too, because he wanted probably wanted to do something. Um, because once the restaurant opens, he said he was just gonna do a whole year at the restaurant where you just come there to see him. He's gonna have a little intimate venue there and I think it's gonna be a lot like what Bruce Springs did seeing good on Broadway. I think it's gonna be a lot of storytelling with the songs and everything else each night's gonna be unique and different. You never know what you're gonna get out of the guy. And I think that's gonna be some of the best shows. They have you a see. lot of guests too. Yeah. A lot of um, guest artists. Yeah. Get down there. I haven't been I haven't been to Nashville now in almost fuck five it'll, it'll be five years at the end of this year. And I gotta get back. I got to. We'll be there four times this year doing writer's rounds in Nashville. So I'm really excited yeah. for that. We booked four dates this year. And I think, what, what did we do last year? Two? Uh, we did two. We did three last year. Was it three last year? I think we did three last so year. So we know one more than, okay. Yeah. Which is something really cool too. Whoever thought that we'd be able to do that. Uh, right. Well, <laughs> Shout out to Live Oak and Hayson yeah. <laughs> for letting <laughs> us do that. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Now, so. I think we've spent enough time on Eric Church. Um, yeah, let's yeah, <laughs> Right? I could talk about Eric forever, dude. I'm like uh, just sitting down here. Like, I just looked at my timer and I'm like, we've been literally talking about Eric Church for 40 minutes. <laughs> um, but if Eric, if you're listening, which you're probably fucking, but, um, yeah. you know, you never know. Yeah, you right. never know about him. Right. You never know about him. Um, but I'm, you know, I think that's. This is the last thing I'll say about Eric is that, you know, I think I was fortunate enough to see him in the early days before he's become this massive superstar, like, you know, like you have. And, mm. you know, I think it, I think it's also, you know, given us that base too for our friendship that we have a similar, you know, entity we can reminisce and stuff about. And I, I really appreciate that aspect of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's been like I said, it's been cool seeing the whole roller coaster that has been Eric Church and to watch it from the get go. Yeah, and just to see it grow and see his struggles and playing in heavy metal biker bars and <laughs> everything else, and it's been fun. Yeah. Now, let's talk about your show a little bit. Um, okay. You know, I I honestly am blown away that you even asked me to be on it, and I can't I can't thank you enough oh, for it. That was fun. We, we enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. Like I've actually, you know, I don't listen to any of my shit over again. I really don't. Um, but I've listened and watched our episode probably four times <laughs> since <laughs> last Monday. You want you even want to watch the video video part of it and actually see like me sharing pictures and stuff? Yeah. I don't know if you can see that live or not. I did well. Because you had shared it on Facebook, and then when we got off, I was, you know, it, it replayed. So I kind of watched it right right after we did it. I was like, that's awesome. That was cool. I didn't share anything embarrassing, did I? Nah, who cares? <laughs> um, I try to show the journey of people, man. Yeah. I always, that's one thing I love doing is, like, whenever I have a guest, I'll go to their social medias and, like, either their artist page or, like, their Instagram or their Facebook or whatever, and I'll scroll all the way back, as far back as I can go. And I'll have a notebook there, and this is part of my research. I'll, I'll sit there and I'll, I'll just grab pictures. But also, as I'm going through, I'll look and see like ideas of stuff I could talk to them about. So I think 
like one of them uh, I brought up with our podcast was you got a picture of sinners like me. And then your caption was like, or the album, you're like, oh, it changed my musical influence or whatever like that. And I'm like, oh, I got definitely talked to him about that on the podcast. So that's something I wrote down on my piece of paper real quick. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of how I also, don't forget our friends over at hogwashandrhinestones.com. Our good friend Ray is the owner over there. She makes incredible clothing that you've seen all over the place from Nashville to Boston to everywhere in between. Some really big names have worn her stuff. That's hogwash, the letter N, rhinestones.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. You won't be disappointed. Check them out. Hogwashandrhinestones.com research the show is grabbing those photos and showing the journey and i'm like you know what if i'm already going to be doing that why not to share them as i go as i talk about the stories i love that i love it now jillian did you have any reservations when you know when aaron was like hey you want to do this show with me absolutely (laughs) (laughs) she was a guest at first like you had your own episode yeah and i actually after that so I am not a um, uh, very outgoing individual. Uh, you don't, I cannot, you don't I say. I would have never have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> I can't carry a conversation at all. Like I'm, I'll, but so when he asked me to do it, I'll be perfectly honest. It was because I love and support him, and he really wanted me to be a part of it. So I was absolutely terrified. I'm still terrified. Um, <laughs> so. But it's fun. Like, you know, it really is fun. Like, I have gotten experiences that there's absolutely no way I would have ever experienced if it wasn't for being on the show or for helping him with the show. So he was kind to me. He eased me into it. He had me <laughs> as a guest first. And then I was running the board in the background. And then he's like, one day he's like, you know, you should put your camera on. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, let's not. But we did, it and it's it's good. It's it's fun. It's something that we get to do together. We have two small boys, so we're busy. I'm a nurse, so I work a lot of hours. And we don't get a whole lot of time together, but we get an hour a week at least in the basement without children, where we can at least have like conversations. So, you know, it's a hobby that we like to do together. And certainly, I am not. You know, when we do our in person interviews, I'm behind the camera holding. You know the. Yeah, she won't, she won't do those with me. I, coordinating. I, I tried to get her to help me do those, or like we do co interviews, and she's like, No, no I, 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 can't, I cannot do it in person. Yeah, you know, but, it's, it's funny because I've been asking my wife for a year, like, do you want to help me with this? Do you want to, you know, outside of like coming to shows with me, like, do you want to be a part of this? And it's always, Nope, nope. <laughs> Nope, I want nothing to do with it. You know, and then we started doing the whiskey stuff, and she's like, well, I'll be a part of that. Yeah, <laughs> sure, right. I'll be a part of that. Yeah, uh, I had a, I had another co-host, or another, like, yeah, he was a co-host. Jake, my buddy JC was helping me. Because I, I end up getting with the screens and the cameras and the microphones. We end up having a, board, a soundboard. That. And then sharing photos. I'm like, dude, I can't do all this by myself anymore. Yeah. And then he ended up, uh, he had to leave to go to Texas. That's why I kind of like told Jillian, I'm like, hey. I really need somebody, and what better person to do it with your best friend? You know, that's why yeah. I was like, just, I finally was able to talk for him to doing it. And I don't know, I, I think it's growing on her. Yeah, you know, I've thought about mm-hmm. getting a co-host, but I think I'm so, too selfish for that. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I'm not gonna lie to you, like I, because I don't really want somebody else's input on how I <laughs> do things. You know, like I, and I know that probably sounds super egotistical, but. 
you know, like I've built this the way I want it to be. I don't, I don't want somebody else to be like, oh, well, you know, like, like, shut up. (laughs) Don't don't talk. Just sit there and be supportive. Um, She she does that behind the camera. So that's what I, that's what I, (laughs) no, no, not really. She'd be like, no, no. The way the show, the way the show is and the way he does things, like he has pretty much full control. Like I don't, I I let him do his thing and, um, you know, every once in a while he'll be like, hey, what do you think about this person? Or do you think we should have this person? Or. Um, you know, do you think if I ask this, this is too, cause he's very, you know, we talked about this last week on your show, like, uh, yours is very impromptu and kind of off the cuff and, and we're very like, um, planned out and we research and we know exactly what we're going to talk about and, you know, how things are going to go because that's just, that's how that works for us. So yeah. we'll talk stuff like that and he'll ask my opinion, but usually pretty much everything is Aaron's show. You know, it's, it's kind of Aaron's way. Hey, I asked her, I'm, just, I'm just there. I ask your input all the time. <laughs> now, now, we have our, now we have a reading our show intro. Yeah, week, he's, so. he, he really has. He's, he's being pretty sure it's going to be, you know, Melodies and Memories with Jillian Shriver. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love how he put your name first. That's well, awesome. she always she always joked around about having her like having a nursing podcast or doing something like that. I'm like, well, why don't you just come be a part of our or mine and we make it ours and just do something together like this? And I think that's kind of where it led to. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. that's great. You know, it, it's you know for me, you know, last week, but you know this kind of. The, for me, this all started out of strictly boredom, you know. I yeah. and then to be, you know, as far into this as I am, like it, it, it's honestly it's stupid, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It, it's stupid how long this has gone on, um, <laughs> and not because I'm not having fun, but only because it, I never thought it was going to. You know, yeah. I I figured I'd get a couple of guests, and then somebody would listen to it and be like, "Dude, this this is not for you." Um, and but I think that's how things are born and how things become successful it's not yeah you have to work hard at it you've got to put some some you know planning and intention behind it but when you're authentic and like you're just doing you like that's what people like like that's yeah. what people want to hear they want to hear what you think they want to hear what kind of music you're listening to or if you feel the same way they feel or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I think if you, if it wasn't and you were, you know, it's just like, I compared it, this may be TMI for you, but let's just go there. Cause we're going to go there. Yeah. Well, we've it's already just, gone there. So. <laughs> I mean, it's like when we had our kids, we, I couldn't get, it took me a very long time to get pregnant and we went through all the hoops and everything. And then finally we were like, you know what, we're just not, we're just going to take a break because this is just too much. It's too expensive, whatever. And we stopped trying so hard. As soon as we quit trying, boom, we right. got pregnant. You know? So it's kind of the same thing. Like you try too hard, you force it. If then it's not authentic and people, people can tell. Right? Yeah. And the try is the fun part. Okay. Let's, I just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it's, you know, you just, so I'm not surprised that the two of you are still doing what you're doing because you both started because you wanted to just do something. You know, you liked something, you wanted to talk about See, it. There's people that have like minds and want to hear it, you know? So I think it's not, I'm not surprised that the two of you are doing well. It's the kind of stuff I can't say on my show, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our show is a little less. Yeah. But like, that's, that's, I think that was my biggest question mark coming on your show was like, you know, this is his show. I can't be me. I, I can't be who. Oh. 
I still want you to be you and stuff. We we still, uh, I mean, hey, if it goes there, it goes there. Like this uh, is how we have. Um, I don't know if we've had any and really we're actually, interviews where... We have it. And, you know, actually, we, the only reason we have to censor a little bit is because we do live, because we go live. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, if it wasn't because our show... Because we we have had some situations where, not necessarily with... Um, more with visual, uh, like um, branding and stuff in oh the background God, of, yeah. guest service, of I, get, get services. I had Tommy Chong on, and we got booted from Facebook like four times. Yeah. Wow. And so that's... That's the problem is that because we're live, we get censored and mm-hmm. we'll get shut down. Right. So if we weren't live and we were just doing audio, of course, like we could care less. Like we're not gearing toward, you know, but it's just because we happen to, to do it live. That's yeah. I might, I might have to do more audio because Jillian talks way more. Oh my God, audio. I haven't shut up. No, no, no I, 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 I got it. You like pulled it out of me. We, we, did, we did an episode on our our podcast in December where it was just audio only and Jillian talked a lot more on that I episode sh- too. I sure did. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I told you I'm not a, I'm not a, I don't want people looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> Even though, you, you want to hear a funny story? She got all dolled up. Oh my God. Makeup, <laughs> lipstick, everything. She, and I'm like, I walked in, I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, don't tell me it's not a video. I'm like, yeah, dude, it's just audio. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 I was, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here done up, hair, makeup, the full nine to look in for your show. That the, you know, I can't it. tell you how many, how we've had a ton of guests that have done that. And they're like, oh, it's not video. It's like, did you not read the three emails I sent you that it's audio only? <laughs> Clearly like, not. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Again, Aaron gets those emails. I don't. And yeah, that's true. That's true. Really not a great communicator. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just marriage. That's just how that works. Oh boy. Um, damn. Now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put you in the hot seat a little bit because you asked me last. Yeah. What What are some of the episodes that you've done that you were like, oh, my God, kill me now? Um. Well, I don't know. Kill me now. One that I kind of like, I don't know if I want to say I stumbled or I, I fumbled or I don't know, if, whatever. I had Randall King on and it was about a year after his, his sister passed Almost to, like the day, to the day. Yeah. And he started crying on there. And I didn't know how to, I didn't know where to go or how to, like, what direction to go. I have Randall King with, with, with tears and we're live, like video, everything. And so like I think that's been one of my like moments where like oh crap <laughs> what do I do man like, yeah. I, I still have never gone back to watch that or listen to that because I don't even know what I where I went or I think Aaron, I think Aaron and I are both very especially well not I too but Aaron specifically is we're very emotional people like thing people's feelings affect affect us tremendously so. You know, when somebody in those episodes and somebody gets super, you know, upset or emotional or it's like we fall right into that, too. And if I fall into that or he falls into that space, we're not coming back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have to be kind of guarded because like I'll um, help me. Who's, who's uh, episode did I cry to the entire episode? I can't think of his name. I can't think of his name. The artist? Spling Stairs. Oh, um. Uh, Jay Allen. thank you. And I couldn't talk. I legit could not talk because I cried the whole time. He was talking about his, like, his mom. He talked everything. about his yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah. And so we've never, I don't think we've ever had an episode where we were like, oh my God, this guy's, <laughs> like, stop it. <laughs> it was just only because, like, we connected with the person 
and it was like we fumbled or like you fumbled or I fumbled because we couldn't. Yeah. We couldn't get back to like the interview standpoint. We were just like all in it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, like that. That because I don't, you know, and I tell everybody, I, like, there's no. I, I'm not ashamed of it. Like, I don't do any research going into these yeah. shows. And, you know, people ask me all the time, well, why don't you? And I, Because I want the conversation to be authentic. I don't want to know what's going to be said. And it happened to me actually not long ago. And um, she will have already been on this show once yours airs, so I don't have a problem talking about it. <laughs> now, it was somebody I think you've had on, too. Um, so I had Bailey James on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, she is, she's awesome. She is great. But I didn't know anything about her brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she started talking about it. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I didn't know what to do. I had no idea what to do in that moment. Yeah. yeah. And she's been one of our writers around us, too, dude. Jesus. It's hard because you don't know what to follow up with either. But, yeah. Right. Right. Because it's like, oh, oh. So, um, but you're okay right like like, like, it's like what do you say what do you say so it's almost no. i don't know i mean it's uh, it's almost the same situation we had with randall king when he started talking about kind of like his sister and he kind of like man like he was getting us man like yeah. we were like all right where do we go where, where, what's next like how do we where do we take this now right how do i how do i get out of this <laughs> now now I'm going to ask you on the flip side. Do you have an episode where you were very, you were excited or looking forward to a guest, and then they came on and was just a wet towel? Yeah. Yeah, Jillian's like, yep, yep. I'll already answer this one. Where are you at? I'm trying to think. I have to have a list in front of me and see, but no, no I don't I mean, know. I can't think of anybody in particular. But I know there's been a couple episodes where we were like, been, that could have been better. There's been a couple where we had them and we've had like audio issues and that just was a flop. It, it, like at the beginning and you're just, it just kind of takes the, the gas out of the yeah. Yeah. interview. But I, I can't think of a person in particular that really. That we were excited to have in this kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll tell you a flop for me. I don't know why. And I don't even want to say his name. Yeah, good. Um, Adam Hambrick. That was kind of a flop for me. I was Who? super Adam Hambrick. Sorry, okay. I liked that one. I had fun with that one. Did you? Yeah. I don't know what it was for me. It just, I was like, oh, okay. I think because we met him in person and he was so charismatic, and then we had him on and he, like, you know, got super sick and we had to reschedule. And it was just, I think by the third time we got to finally talk to him, I was like, all right, I'm over I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I mean, he's still great. Like I still love him, but I can't think of a particular. Person. No, we've had some really good ones, and I mean, like we've had some interesting yeah. ones. Yeah. Eric has chosen to have on. What's been the most interesting that you think I've chosen? <laughs> now, what about what about artists you had you had on maybe at the beginning that you know when you started you were kind of like not sure what the hell you were doing. Dude, like, it, it was like by accident. Like it was COVID um, that really took this thing off. So when I first started, uh, if you look back, my first like 10, 15, maybe even 20 episodes or so are big, well, no, they're all Eric Church fan club members. Well, yeah, but you had some pretty and names well, too. no, and then I'm trying to see. So Noah Smith, he he, he was my very first one, but then I didn't think it was gonna happen. Like. 
or anything else. I, I, I know Tucker Beathard a little bit and I text him. I said, dude, I started this podcast and it'd be really cool just to have you on sometime. You want to come on and, and, and do the show. And I couldn't believe it. And that's actually, you want to talk about I was about just going to say, yeah. you know, that was probably a fun. Now that I'm going through that, that was, was probably one a that I was, ex- that was, I was excited tr- for. He struggled through that one. And dude has ADD just like me and we're live and he couldn't sit down. He's walking around his house with his phone in his hand. And I think he's forgetting he's on video half the time. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, he won't sit for two minutes. Like he's outside, he's inside, he's trying to talk. And like, so I think that was a, kind of a little bit of a wild one. It was still fun. We still got a good interview. I feel like it was still a good interview. That was a wild one. But after that, I had a couple of my favorites, like Ray Scott came on and then I, uh, Jonathan Singleton. I've, I've been lucky enough, like Jonathan Singleton and Jeremy Spillman are two amazing songwriters in Nashville. And they were two early on guests that we had. Uh, Jonathan Singleton, dude, probably 2007, 2008, Jillian and I went and saw Eric at Rick's Cafe in Starkville, Mississippi. And he was up on a stool opening up for Eric Church. And I'm like, this guy's awesome. Just getting to learn or hear from him. And we found out he lived like an hour from us. He's from Jackson, Tennessee. And we were living in Corinth, Mississippi. And so we got to go see his band a couple of times when they were there and I just fell in love with the guy. And so it was cool, but I got to like kind of have some of my buddies on and uh, I know you had Everett on those guys came on the show too. And they're early on for me and Jordan Fletcher and just some really cool people that I've known over the years. Yeah. What I think it was like my third episode. I had Taylor Austin die on. Yeah. And so I still have her on my list. She, <laughs> She's one that I wa- I would love to go back and and have a conversation now. You know, now that the pot now that I've got my chops up a little bit and you know she's doing incredible things, I would love to. That's a that's a revisit I would love to have. I'm going through a lot of my shows now to see who all I've had on. Tommy Chong, I, I mentioned that earlier. He was a fun one. He was a, a good one. Just was trying to teach him how to use everything. He didn't know how to use our links. We had like bring him in on zoom somehow it was so just it was all over the place <laughs> that's awesome that's but it was a fun one to have um did you have you ever had an episode where you thought it was going to do better um audience wise than it did yeah well i mean a couple of them there, there's been that i'm like i thought would do really well um like having like daryl worley and billy dean on those two are two huge ones this last episode now granted i just had them my downfall though and this is my biggest problem and probably you probably see a lot of a lot more downloads and everything in a way but we do the show live every week so we're right. live on facebook and youtube and we see we see three four hundred five hundred views coming from even up to some some have four thousand ten thousand yeah. views on these videos and i think we're losing downloads because yeah. because people are watching it live and then they're like why do i need a download or they're walking or they're watching it back on yeah yeah so um i think that really hurts like our download so we really can't judge to see where we're at but it's cool to see to see just where the show's gone and to see kind of where we're still going and how how we still could get the guests i'm like hey i'll keep rolling with this until i can't book anybody anymore right right so yeah you know that's the same thing that's happened to me you know going to dirt road fm yeah. You know, it is. I've seen my downloads on the podcast side just plummet, just tank. Mm-hmm. And you know, 
a part of me is okay with that, you know, because I know, you know, I get the numbers from their side and it's like, well, you know, hell, it's a hell of a lot more people listening than they were going to yeah. when they downloaded the uh, the episode off of, you know, Spotify or wh- wherever the hell they listen. So, like, I take the good with the bad, you yeah. know, it's, it that's is how, that's how we kind of look at it, too. And we, we've talked about doing just some audio only episodes, but I like showing the whole thing. I like showing everybody's journey and having it on and and showing the artists, too. It's always fun just to see. Yeah. Just to see, like, oh, I guess oh, they sit still. <laughs> right. Well, like, I think that's for me. Like, I would love to make this a video podcast. But mm-hmm. one, sometimes it just doesn't work. You know, sometimes it's like, hey, this artist can only do at one in the afternoon. You know? So it's like, well, fuck it. You know, I'm not going to say no because I want them on... <laughs> You know, I want, I want to see them on video. Yeah. Um, but um, I also don't have the patience for it. I, I, you know, I can't tell you how many times we've walked back and forth in my office just talking to you guys now at this point. <laughs> uh, but, you know, because that's me. Like, I got to get yeah. up. I got I to gotta move around. You know, sitting with you guys for, an, you know, an hour and a half last week was almost torture. Because I was like, I can't, I can't even fucking stand up. Like this is awful. I move, I move in my chair. I'm, I'm doing it now, but I move a lot of my chair. Like I'm always like lifting myself up and sitting back down, and that's just me trying to move around. But yeah, yeah, I move, I move around a lot. I'm always kind of, I'm rocking or something. Sometimes shaking the camera, and Julian's like, "Stop it." <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome. I love it. I, I love the way you guys do your show. I really do. Like I thought it, it was like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> you know, because it, it, it wasn't boring. It wasn't, you know, the, the questions were incredible. They were, they were thoughtful. They were thought out. You know, I thought, it, I thought you guys, I think you guys do a great job. Appreciate it, man. You do too, dude. It, it's just, and that's why I mentioned kind of like on, on when we had you on, like, I love that there's so many of us in this little circle and we all have our own unique way of doing things. Right. We all do something a little bit different that brings the, the different fans and everything else. But in the end, we're all rooting each other on. And we all want each other to succeed. And yeah. it all just boils down to we want the songwriters or the performers, the artists to succeed. We want them to be heard and be able have one or two more fans than maybe they would have had without us. You know, you never know. We yeah. have a voice now, too, which we're building up to, which I, I enjoy having. Yeah, you know, I, I, I actually agree with you with the podcast side of things, you know, it, you know. And I think it's because, like you said, we do everything so differently. You know, your show, my show, Matt's show, um, who else? Oh, God, the kid from Remember Country Music. I can never remember. <laughs> oh, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, you did the, we did the same thing to the first I know. He was, in the, he was, in, the, he was in the chat, too. <laughs> right. Yeah, he right. was in the chat. He was fun. We had him on, dude. He was, a good, so he was fun. fun. Um, Nick Tressler with Ray's Rowdies. Yeah, for he's another fun one. We were supposed to have the guys from Whiskey Riff on, and honestly, I love these guys to death. But we, honestly, back and we went back and forth for months with them, and we just finally was like, nah, we can't do it. So, but yeah. they're there. But we might we might bring them back again. They're they're odd odd ones. I, I like Whiskey Riff, but hey, we'll see. Now, now I'm going to ask you because I do agree with the whole podcast thing because I think, like I said, we do everything so differently, right? And, yeah. you know, I don't know. Maybe it's because of the way I see it, but I, I know Matt Burrell is going to get artists that I'm never going to fucking get. Yeah. I, you know, and that's cool. And, you know, you've had guests that I don't think I'll ever get. 
you know, and I think that's cool. And well, and, there's ever a guest that I've had that you want, and I can help you out with it. I will do the very best I can do. Bro, you, I have a laundry list then for you. <laughs> um, you let me know. So, because I do, and I have no bones about it, and I've probably been a little too vocal about it in the past, but do you have country music, entertainment, quote-unquote, pages or websites that you just, like, just gets under your skin and you just literally want to scream at them? Well, I think we were just talking about one of them, but like they, like I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think without, without like, I, I think the people that will, will just put something down or remember we had well, actually, don't need those. But no, go ahead, go ahead, no, go ahead. I, I want to know where you're going with Just it. put stuff out, just to whether it's true, not true. Can we do that? You remember it and then you stop. Sorry. <laughs> There's 18 years of marriage. But you're going to go into something really good, too. I know you were. Yeah, you can see that. <laughs> I, I saw it. <laughs> I just I just wish that, like, there are some sites that I feel like put out stuff that just isn't true. And they do mm. it just for attention. And then it, like, waters down everyone else. It's just like another drama thing. It like, waters out the, the actual quality people that are really put their heart and soul into it and actually write articles and put their opinions out there. And it's not just shit or yeah. just like regurgitated crap. That well, that's you, one thing with, that's with the stuff that we're just kind of with, with whiskey for a little bit. They, they recycle a lot of their stuff. Yeah. Um, granted it, it gets it hits. It works. it works. Yeah. So it, whatever they, they do a lot of the recycling on their stuff and this and that, but It'd be, it'd be an honor to be as big as those guys one day. I mean, yeah, awesome. Uh, one people that I look up to that I really I watch their site and I, I watch them a lot. I'm friends with the guy who runs it on Facebook, Music Mayhem. I don't know if you ever checked those guys out. No, I haven't. I have. I've, this is the first time hearing them. Did they get over a million view, views or hits a month? Um, I, for, I can't even pronounce the guy's last name. Andrew W. I'll just say his name. That is a really long last name, and I just can't pronounce it. But uh, yeah, Music Mayhem is a site that I watch, and they do a lot of stuff on national, a lot of country acts, and I, I like how they their, their format and how they're running things. So I kind of keep an eye on them a little bit. But other than that, I don't really visit many blog sites. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. I, I kept an eye on CMT a lot because I was a, I'm a huge fan of, I don't know if you ever heard of her, but she'd be amazing to be on your podcast sometime. Allison Monaguru is her name. She has a book out, but she's been number one music media. She worked for CMT for years, um, writing some amazing stories, but she's interviewed some of the biggest artists and some of the biggest names. She's interviewed Church and Luke Bryan and Brooks and Dunn, Tim McGraw, all these guys. Lee Bryce wrote the whatever you call it in her book, like the intro to her book or whatever it was. She, she's put a book out where she's talking about all these stories that she's had over the years. And Damn. yeah, we had her on the, on the podcast and probably one of my favorite, if I had picked like a top 10 favorite, she'd probably be in that top 10. Yeah. Of she, shows. She's amazing. Yeah. But, but again, back to the whole, like support your fellow man. Like she's like Ben Aaron's biggest cheerleader. She's like, go for it. Like half the stuff that he's done probably wouldn't have happened if she wasn't like, all they're gonna do is say no. You wanna, like, you wanna know how we met her? You wanna just her a do funny it. story? Oh, that's a full circle story too. Yeah. yeah. So talk about how a small world and things come full circle. Uh about four months after Jillian and I had our first kid. So we, eight almost nine years ago. Yeah, we we finally got a chance to go out. because we like the first three, four months we she didn't want to do anything. 
So it was kind of our first date night out was a Garth Brooks concert. So we had tickets and it happened to be the very first Garth Brooks concert back after his long break. He was in Chicago and we were walking around in our nosebleed seats. I have a poster in my hand and this blonde lady walks up to us. Did you have a poster? Yeah. Oh, you had bought a poster. I bought a poster. I was she like, goes, you didn't make a poster. She's always, where'd you get that poster? And I was like, oh, I just bought it. She goes, you guys big Garth Brooks fans? So I'm like, yeah, whatever. This isn't that. I'm like, no, not whatever, because you tell everybody everything. You're like, oh, it's our first time out since we had. Well, no, I said this. No, I said this. I did. And I went into it. This is our first night out, and this and that. We're like, we're just kind of out enjoying it. She goes, oh, really? She goes, well, I interviewed Garth earlier, and he gave me these front row tickets, and they hand out to people. And she goes, I want. Of course, we can't forget our friends at the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company out of Canada. That's drsupplyco.com. They have great stuff. All of the hats I pretty much wear, all the camo hats you see me wear either on TikTok or in pictures or whatnot, all come from the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. A big thank you to those guys out there. drsupplyco.com. Check them out. Canadian company. Great stuff. Check them out. When you guys have them, I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> Jillian starts crying. And I'm like, you're gonna make my wife cry. I'm like, no. I'm like, this is BS. I was like, like, I didn't believe her. Like, because she, she wanted like our tickets or whatever else. She goes, you know what? She goes, I'm sitting right next to you. If you want to stand right here, uh, here's the tickets. Watch me, and I'm gonna go and sit in the seat. You can watch me. And we stood there and watched her. She went all the way down to the floor and sat in a front row seat. And there was two seats right next to her that were empty. I said, I don't think this was bullshit. I think this is real. <laughs> And we got upgraded to the very front row of the Garth Brooks concert that night. And Damn. got this index to Allison the entire show. And how did we how did we put two and two together? We will she said she interviewed she, she said she, she interviewed night, Garth earlier in the day. So I went and started looking at like she said she worked for CMT and she interviewed Garth. And I think a day or two later I read an article about Garth on CMT. And she was talking about Chicago, and that was the, her. And I saw the name, mm -hmm. and there's a picture next to the name because they always have the pictures. I said that's her. Yeah. And I started, and I started following all of her stories from there, and really just started looking up to her. And she was the one that kind of really led me into wanting to do something like that and write and do a blog site. She, you really shook it on yourself. Yeah, dude, she's her awesome. Her story, it's really funny. She has a very, very similar fake it until you make it. Yeah. Yep. She, she like legit did not have any background in anything and she just started interviewing people she's like yeah i can do that and yep. she just started doing it they asked, her, they asked her if she had a camera one time she had to do an interview she said yep and they said you have this kind of camera and she goes yeah i do and they said all right this is this what you gotta do da, da, da. and she stopped at best buy on the way off way to the gig and a camera. Camera. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome she had no clue how to use it or anything else and I think it was like a Tim McGraw interview or something like that yeah. she had, and she stopped and bought a camera on the way there she's super or something. Cool. But she's, yeah, really cool. And then she works for Holler now. So if you've seen like Holler Country or all that stuff, she works for them now and does a lot of stuff. But uh, just amazing stories, dude. And the cool thing is, like I said, she, I'll, I'll send you a link for her book. It's like 15 bucks on Amazon or something. I'll send you a link for her book. And it's really cool. If you have her on, you got to read the book first. But she talks about Jillian and I in her book in the night she gave us the Garth Brooks tickets. Because I'm sitting there reading the book, and when we reconnected, she goes, I think you need to turn the page, whatever. I turned the page and started reading, and I said, holy shit. <laughs> She's talking about Jillian and I. Damn. <laughs> it was just a full circle. Yeah. You know, as we're talking about, like, fellow websites or fellow, you know, people in music media and, and interviewers and podcasts and whatever, like, 
for the most part, everybody that we've come in contact with within this realm has been super supportive, yep. super great. You know, it is competitive, but it's in a good way. It's like, hey, this is what I did and it, and it worked for me. So Whoa. try this or let me help you. You know, like people have been really, really supportive. If it wasn't for Matt Burrell so and, and Ray's thing. Rowdy, I never would have writer's rounds down there, dude. Yeah. I, yeah. They influenced me to have writer's rounds and on my 100th show, I well before my hundred show I had Rob Schneider on and this is actually a pretty cool story um, that I haven't even I've totally forgot about. I had Rob Schneider on and he ran Revival and we got actually got to host the third to last revival they ever had. Mm -hmm. So they they don't do revival anymore, but he had, he's like, Hey man, if you ever want to host one, you're more than welcome to. I was like, Really? I said, I would love to maybe if my hundred show host one and dude, we had a huge lineup. I mean, yeah, Jillian's looking at the poster, but we had Jordan Fletcher, Ray Fulcher, Everett, Rob Williford, Ashlyn Kraft, Sutherland. I mean, Everett. Did you say Everett already? Yeah, Everett. I mean, just amazing. This Chris Harris from Ashley McBride's band played. We had so many amazing like artists that played that played this Hunter Shell revival and right on the church pews, and that kind of gave me the little little itch and i saw that uh tressler and matt Burrell were doing the local ones at live oak so i went to live oak once and found out that the owner was from rockford illinois not far from where we're from so i started talking with him and we kind of connected over the chicago connection a little bit and everything and he's like yeah man if you ever want to have one here just let us know and we'll work on a date and we love to host you i was like really i was like Dude, that'd be awesome and so now we probably on our fifth or sixth i think now at Live Oak, and we have four next year planned. And if you ever want to go in on one, you gotta let me know, man. We'll partner up on one, and have you guys come out and co-host one sometime. Dude, I would fucking love that. <laughs> no, seriously, we just partnered with uh, Neon Grit. They're an artist uh, artist management company in Nashville. But if you ever wanted to host like a, a round or a, or even a couple rounds or something, just co-host one with us, dude, and come out there. You can pick the artist, and we can make this happen. Yeah, because that that would be great. That would, like, because we thought I I've been thinking about it because I see you do it and I'm like, fuck, if Eric can do it, I can do it because well, if you, if you ever you know, want to try I, it, let me know. I have no shame in telling anybody that you're you know you're the person in this industry that I'm chasing. Dude, no, no, we're running, we're running parallel, dude. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate you know for <laughs> for me, I need somebody to chase, and you're that person. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, and I'm like, you know, because I see it and, you know, um, you know, while we've been becoming friends and getting close, like, you know, when I first, first started this, you know, I don't know what it is with you people over there in Chicago and your country music. Like, I don't, I don't get it, <laughs> but, um, you know, I got really close with Bobby, yeah, you know, she's like, awesome. really close. Like I was talking to Bobby every day, you know, okay. every day and, um, you know. She got her gig with All Country News, which is yeah. awesome for her, and I'm so happy and proud of her. She's doing so much, so so many cool things, dude. Like she she is CMA Fest, or but like it sucks because board. like I lost, you know, I don't talk to her now every day. <laughs> you know, and and you know, she called me, and I'm probably gonna, she's probably gonna get mad at me if she listens to this, but like, she called me one day, and like we, I was, she was always like, listen, like I love you, so you, you I, I'm so proud of you, but you know our daily talks have to stop because now we're on different levels, not, not different levels in a bad way, but you know, it's a little bit more of a competition. Yeah. 
Okay. And it was like, oh, it was like it broke, it broke my heart, like in two. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's wild. But, but I, still, still, I, I, but it, I see Bobby a lot at concerts. We do a yeah. lot of concerts together, and that's that's something we're lucky about. We share we share the same love for Joe's Bar on Weed Street here in Chicago, and yeah. so we go to a lot of the same shows. And her and I early on would, would be interviewing a lot of the same artists and everything else. Sometimes she would get the interview over me, or sometimes I'd get the interview over her. And but we always, at the end of the day, we always were just on the felt like we're on the same level. Like I still feel like like we're all just kind of doing the doing our own thing on the same level, and all of us are being successful in our own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree a hundred percent. You know, go, kind of going back to earlier, and I know you guys got your kids and all that, and I, I, I thank you for taking as much time as you have. Oh, this is awesome. We're having a blast. Uh, <laughs> no <laughs> one's crying. No yeah. one's screaming. There for a while when the show first started, we were nervous because they were really loud, and they were the, the conduit above my head. So we don't have any ceiling in our basement. We just have exposed whatever, exposed yeah. rafters and conduit. So whenever they jump when they're playing video games, it kind of shakes. Kind of like <laughs> Goonies where all the, the pipes are shaking and everything. It's kind of like that. <laughs> so you'll hear that every now and then in the background. That stopped. So I think they've calmed down. Yeah. You know, it, but it's it's crazy because well, I don't even know what the fuck I was saying. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. I lost my total train of thought. We were talking about Bobby. About, then we want to talk about kids and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, success in our own way. That's that's. Yeah, I don't. I, I still don't remember. It'll come to me like when I'm laying in bed later, going, "Ah, oh, that's what I meant to say." Yeah, yeah I do that all the time. But yeah, you know, like, it, I feel like there's competitiveness amongst. Like, there's got to be a level of competition again. Like I told, like I said earlier, like how else are you going to grow? How else are you going to be innovative? How else are you going to challenge yourself or get creative or put things into play that you've never done before? Mm-hmm if you don't try or if you're not trying to make yourself different or set yourself apart from others. So it's competitive, but it's a good competitive. I think like, yeah, like I said, like with Bobby, she's been great. She's super sweet and we talked to her and she's had great success. And, but it's, you know, they, they talk shop too. Like every, you know, when we would see her, they talk shop too. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's, that's part of it though, but that's part of, like, I mean, I'm a nurse, so that's all I know for nursing. Like, that's how you become a better nurse. You know, you learn from people who have done it, who've, who've been there, who've experienced it, who've felt it, and that's how you grow. Yeah. You that's don't have to copy yeah. people. It's also why I like having but, everybody on the podcast, too, and just getting to know everybody. Yeah. Like, I've had Bobby on, Kyle, Nick, Burrell, you. I, mean, <laughs> I like getting to hear your guys' story and everything else, and then that way we kind of get to know each other, too, in a way. And... uh we just do it over a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's true, and it's it's great, and it's. You know, I have a blast doing this, you know, as I'm sure you do too. You know, it's it's just incredible. Like I can't, you know, I, I look at some of the people I've talked to, and some of the people I even have lined up for, you know, like we were talking about last last week, you know, the first half of this year, and it's like. What the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. You know, well, like, like, like I see a couple of like, you got the interview Shane Smith and there's there's a couple that you've had that you've interviewed. I'm like, damn, how's he getting these guys? That's some good ones. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell oh, you, you know, good stuff, dude. Getting ships and making friends with these venues have, have yeah. has helped. It 
you know, without without my partnership with Off the Rails, there is no Shane Smith interview. There is no yeah. Blanco Brown interview. There is no Lanco interview. There's none of those. That's awesome. And we have Shane Prophet coming through. Um, you know, which good, I've been I've been chasing Shane Prophet for since we I just, saw him open for Chris Jansen. We just booked and confirmed Dolphin Dover. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> Very that's awesome. great. So we actually, well, because I could talk about it because we're going to have the conversation on Friday, but I'm going to have, we booked and confirmed um, Raylan Nelson for this week. Okay. So we're going to talk to her. Um, I'm a big Willie fan, so I can't wait to see what what I can pull out of her from her childhood. Yeah, right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we, we've, got, we've got a bunch of stuff in the works, I think. Um, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm going to, I'm going to put it out there for a possible meet and greet with, um, the ladies on the tour when they come through here. Um, I've reached out to a bunch of people and the venue are working together. So even like I said to her, even if it's just a picture, I don't give a shit. I'll be honest with you. That'd be a hundred percent where I stay away from. <laughs> there's, only, so. there's only two people so. or two artists in this world that I cannot stand. You two and Winona Judd. Really? <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know why. Is it, is it the music or is it her? Is it I don't know why. Here? I just never, I've just never got into Winona Judd. I've just never been a fan at all. Yeah. Never. And it, like, Which is funny because you don't, you like everything. Yeah. I just never been a Winona fan <laughs> at all. Yeah. I mean, I knew that, but I guess I never. Really I think like my dad was neither. Like like my dad's. My, I remember my dad's like, yeah, I don't whatever. He, he never listened to her or anything. Like I just I don't know. I just was never a big Winona fan, and you two ever since they put their damn music on my iPod. Oh my god! <laughs> I remember when they did that? They pushed their their record on every iPhone. Oh, dude, I can't tell you how much I can't stand you two. Uh, I, 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 I like that cannot. Song. They're my most hated band. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I cannot stand it too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> so I'm with you. you. 100%. 100%. Oh, man. So, okay. So, like, what else? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. No, it's, it's, so, it's cool that you so, get that partnership, though, man. It's, it's something that we need to look into, uh, building our brand a little bit more and, and kind of bringing, like, we, we use Patreon a lot for like, our sponsors that we have now. We, we have a couple sponsors still. Um, but we want we want to start branching out and try to see if we can get some partnerships and stuff too with some people and and yeah. kind of build the brand. That's kind of like my goal this year to see what we can do to put together and just kind of grow everything all around because they want to see numbers. So we want to produce some more numbers and we got to do that and have solid guests on. Right. How do you do to get the guests to share your stuff? Do you do pretty well with that? <sighs> Sometimes. That's where I struggle. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a huge struggle, you know, to a point where, um, you know, this year I've put it in my, my emails to people. I'll be like, listen, like, I'm excited for you to be on. All I'm asking is that, you know, for 24 hours, you, you share it or you put it on your wall or something. I don't care if you take it down after that, but, you know. No, um, I, I have something kind of like that. Yeah. I ask them to, but it's the same thing. A- same thing with the photography. Like I do a lot of photos, like, I got a Jason Isabel share where he tagged me and actually posted one of my pictures, and that was really cool. That's that's one thing. We right. talked about media. That's one thing that bothers me. 
is when artists use your use your photography. Yeah. And don't. I do a lot of concert photos. That bothers me. I don't know why that bothers me. No, because that's that's a huge thing that happens everywhere. I have yeah, a I have a concert stuff. photographer friend, and he says it all the time. Yeah, that we people might, will use this shit and take his watermark off, and it like drives him nuts. Yeah. we might be having one of the biggest concert photographers on the podcast soon, and that's something I want to really talk to him about and dig into and stuff. But I, I'm out, you know, because I, whatever I tell you anything, but we might have David Bergman coming on. So that's sick. Yeah, I do. I'm glad. I just got an email back from at 3 a.m. this morning, <laughs> and we're gonna be working on a date, but. He might be coming on, and he's been Bon Jovi and Luke Holmes photographer for years. So it'd be really cool to ask him, kind of like even early on, how he got people yeah. to tag him or share his stuff too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, you know, I'm kind of so I'm on your Instagram while yeah. I'm talking to you, um, and I'm I see some of these artists you've had on, and like you've had them on like right before they kind of like hit big. How? How the fuck do you know that? How do you do that? Oh my god, it's pure luck. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd say pure luck, but also, no. dude, it's just something that I don't know, man. I've always been around music where I just I, I just I don't know. I have an ear for music. Like I love it, and I'm drawn to it. And if I'm feeling it right, I just want to have these guys on. Like I think that's another one that's gonna be Dolphin Dover when we have him on. I think he's gonna have a huge year this year. And they were we got him right at the right time. Um, there's been a couple yeah, of give, had me, give me a couple of examples of, of, of some people that you see or whatever um like like ashley cook okay yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we got her right before she was signed to big loud yeah she was. yeah but we were back and forth for months with her she was yeah. supposed to be on a few months prior to that yeah you know and then you have like tyler brayden has been on mm-hmm. he was so he was so um you know, you've had Trey on, which I I have my own Trey story that I'm not sure I want to I want to tell until I have Brill on the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Trey was fun, and then when I had Corey Smith on, we actually circled back and talked about Trey Lewis a little bit because he has his own like version of the fuck with Popo song. So it was yeah, pretty cool. Where Corey Smith would talk about Trey Lewis, how they got the talk over at a show or something, and they talked about that. I'm like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's. I've been trying to get Colby Cooper on. That oh, Colby's amazing. Uh, yeah, that was pure really luck. my heart. I love him. Some of these have been roll of dice, man. Like, yeah, uh, I don't know how you go about it, but I'll just I'll try to find an email management PR rep, anybody, and I, I built kind of like a little bit of a one sheet over, and I just I kind of have a whole spiel that I send over, and a lot of it's word of mouth too. Yeah, when you yeah. were an artist and you had a good show with them, or you know something, and then you you look at their at their lineup and you're like oh well you've got so-and-so too yeah. like you know yeah. our, our experience with this artist was great everything went fine what, what do you think about having the next one and like that that's kind of i feel like how you've done pretty well with a lot of these artists too is, is yeah. to go through their lineup and and then <laughs> you know and sometimes we have to get some they'll say well hey can you can you interview this person you know we'll get we'll book this person too but can you get kind of this lesser known person on as well and yeah. you know yeah of course we'll do them too well and that's kind of like when we had Everett so they, they came wheeling. back and they were like well hey we have Tyler Rich in our thing you want have, you want to interview Tyler Rich and I honestly had no clue who Tyler Rich was at the time and I'm yeah. like oh I think I knew Lever Wild I'm like yeah well, let me check him out and I'm like oh hell yeah I love that this guy he's awesome and stuff I haven't had any it's too a many small world. yeah it is yeah 
it really is a small world. You're, you'll work with one management company, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, hey, we're back. <laughs> you know, it's, so it's, yeah. it's a small world. We, um, you know, we had Lanko on, and they didn't share our stuff, but I knew they weren't going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the lead singer for Lanko kind of kind of went off the rail <laughs> a little bit and said some shit I think he wasn't supposed to say. Oh no! Um, but his their uh, their management team or their PR team also works with like Martina McBride. Yeah. Um, so I emailed them and was like, "Hey, you know, we interviewed Lanko. Martina's going to be in in the area in two weeks. You know, yada yada. You know, you know, built that connection. You know, yeah. Like, hey, we've already done stuff together, whether you yeah, know it or not. Like, you know, I'm not crazy. Like we we're, not, right. we're not these kooky people. We did the same thing. <laughs> Speaking of Everett uh, and Tyler Rich, same guy, same manager, manages Sarah Evans. Yeah. She came to a local local uh, fair last year. I emailed him. I said, Hey, man, I just didn't know if you give me. I asked for a photo pass and uh, review. Like, hey, you get I like review tickets and photo pass. He's like, would you you want to interview her? He goes, I can get you a couple minutes to interview her. I'm like, uh, okay. And yeah. I didn't know. I just thought we were gonna be able to interview her somewhere backstage. We got brought up on our bus. We got the interviewer sitting down on our bus. Got yeah, that's how the Ray Fulcher interview happened. You know, right. we, you know, we Ray and I had been going back and forth for months and months and months, and I was like, this is never gonna happen. And then he was coming through Worcester right off the rails, you know, with our partner venue. And I reached out to him. I was like, "Listen, listen. If we're doing this, we're doing this when you're here." Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah. Sounds great. Sounds great. Sounds great. Just you know, we set it all up. We we planned it." And he was like, "Come on, come on, come on to our our. You know, they had like a a mini bus kind of thing, and you know, it was awesome. It was the greatest greatest thing." That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. But, um, yeah, so you just, you uh, can't, you just try we, all, yeah. all they can do is say no. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's how I feel. Okay. Like, even like we got to cover Corey Smith for a second time and they emailed us back after we, I sent over the review and the photos over after this weekend and they're like, we'll see you next time. So like, I, I'm like, I was even thinking next time cause he comes by every six months. So I'm like, I'm not going to ask every six months to cover the show. Right. Like, hey, if they're asked, if they say see you next time, maybe I will. <laughs> maybe right. Because next time I was just going to be like, no, nah, I'll wait, I'll wait. Because, and that's something that's hard, like, even with us as a team, because we have a team of, like, I think eight or nine of us. And I know a couple of everyone do, like, photography for it and maybe interview artists and everything else. And I want to let them, but I got, I also want to be able to do that too. And right. I got to see how everything falls into it. Cause I'm not going to be asking multiple times for the same tour same artists now if they're in different areas and they get different shows that that's great because it's gonna work out a lot better in their favor right they're closer to chicago or anything i want to be like the chicago interviewer um or then maybe we might have like a southern interview like someone that covers the southern half type thing right right oh and figure it out because i'm trying to branch out this year and kind of really do some stuff a little bit a couple hours from here and stuff and just kind of travel out a little bit more yeah yeah i think we have a really great team too i think though but like you mentioned before how you're kind of selfish a little bit. I think it's like, you know, this is like we've worked so hard to build and it's kind of like our baby and our mm-hmm. brand. So it's it's hard to let other people, yeah, you know, do interviews and you want to make sure that they're, you know, you're not there. To, so yeah. you, they're representing your brand. Well, and, and I don't want to, like, we, when we do and we, we try to use, like, we use a nicer camera and stuff and 
I, I want we try to use real nice mics and audio and try to get really crisp sounding interviews and when we're not at Joe's and have the music blaring. But, okay. <laughs> but I mean not that not that that's what yeah. you have to have, but like, you know, you you had to learn as you went too, but like we you're we wanna make sure that we're getting quality stuff too. But yeah. I think that I think it'll be exciting. We've got some really good people on our team, some really awesome, passionate people that I think will that are going to grow a lot this year and help help us. Oh, I, love I really it. do. So I, I mainly brought them on and they have. And I want to have like meat on the website for right. Like I want to have some nice content for stories. And I really hope this year and something I've, I've kind of challenged them with is where I want them to go out and find stories and like find artists that they want to write about and instead of uh, I don't know if you get a lot. You probably get a lot of requests for like, hey we want so and so on your podcast. We get a lot of um hey you got to do this album review or we'll get. Like one of the coolest ones is I, uh, Alex Williams. I don't know if you've heard of him or not, but he's one of my favorites. He released a new album, and we got the album almost two months beforehand because yeah. our people sent it over and said, "Hey, check this out, and hopefully you can do a review around the release time." We're like, "Okay." So I was able. I had two months to listen to this album before I had to write the review, which was awesome. That is that is great. Yeah, we get we get inundated with stuff all the time, and then, yeah, you know, it's some of it's good. Yeah, I'll check some of it out. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, it, you know, I feel bad because they're like, "Hey, can you can you put this on your, you know, your Spotify playlist?" And it's like, "Well, I don't, I don't do that. I don't yeah. do that. You know, I don't necessarily review albums. I don't review songs. You know, it's just not what I'm doing." Yeah, you know, it's like I'm starting to think, well, maybe I should. <laughs> you know, that's but, what I always think too. Yeah, that's why I want to use more like my TikTok or stuff. Maybe start reviewing stuff on TikTok or something. Yeah. I, don't know. I look at stuff like another person. We were talking about people in the media, and I've been trying to get him on my podcast. I'm really jealous about Pharrell because Pharrell just had him on. But Grady Smith, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he's somebody that, that's really changed the game for like country music, YouTube, yep. everything. And uh, it was really cool to see Pharrell interview him. That was really neat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I listened to that, that whole episode, and yeah. I was like, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. You know, because I because I've reached out to Grady a few times, never yeah. heard anything. But it's I got like, a hold of him once. Oh, did I got a hold of him. I think on his Patreon page, I think I got a hold of him once. And he's he's like, well, email me here. And ever since every time I've emailed him, he's he's on my. I was just looking around on my list. He's on my list of people I have contact that I can't get can't get a response from anymore. Yeah. So, or people that have just said, no, we're gonna pass. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I've gotten a few of those, you know, and like it a bit, you know, I think I had it on your show where it was um you know, I was early in and I was yeah. like, Why why am I not interviewing these people yet? And it's like, well, you know, I didn't realize what had to go into it, you know, and yeah. And I'll be the first to admit it, you know, I, I was not prepared at all for <laughs> you know, <laughs> what I thought was gonna happen. Um and it was it was just it was a learning curve. It was a huge, huge learning curve. You, you, you never stop learning. I feel like every every week I, I'm learning. I get nervous before some certain interviews. So um, I, I was walking to totally fine. So I feel like it's always a learning experiment on everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> now, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up because. If not, we're gonna be here till midnight. Yeah, on my right. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I still have homework to do. 
Yeah, <laughs> you got it done. I was just right. halfway done. Okay. Jillian's like, well, come on, like enough. <laughs> no, no, I'm having a great time. This is awesome. Um, I know you don't drink anymore, and I know we have this, you know, we have this now Jack Daniels connection where I can't thank you enough for, you know, getting me to be a, a Tennessee Squire. That was really probably, that was probably one of the highlights of my year last year. I mean, and I honestly truly mean that because <laughs> I love Jack Daniels probably more than I should. Um, <laughs> well, that's what but, that's what a squire is too, man. Somebody that wants to represent the brand and does it well. And I saw what you're doing with all the whiskey stuff. I'm like, dude, this guy's you a perfect perfect person to nominate. Appreciate that a lot. So when you were drinking, what was Jack your whiskey of choice? Jack was my my enemy. <laughs> I still have I still have empty Jack bottles hanging yes, hanging Jack from the shelf. I feel like I'm getting like the look from Jillian. I feel like I'm getting like daggers. Like, why are we talking? Yeah, about I went up to Canada one time and I went to this duty free shop and I was flying and I had to buy a separate suitcase because they had like a three liter bottle of Jack Daniels. This thing was freaking huge. I never saw a bigger bottle. And when I was living in Mississippi, I think it, what, it took me about two months to finish that thing off. Or <laughs> so, but the thing was huge, dude. But yeah, Jack, I could. So one of my not so famous moments, or and it's still on YouTube, but um, this is like I didn't really have a drinking problem. I just when I went to the concerts, I, I like to drink. I, I yeah. like and I overdid it at times. Yeah. And there was a local band here that used to do a lot of Eric Church covers and stuff. And we were at a place one time, and it was right before our our first son was born. Our, our yeah, Jackson was born. And I'm chugging like a fifth of Jack on stage, and that's why I'm like, you know what? I got to do something because this is not right. This is not who I want to be. And I am getting up to being almost like what, 270 pounds, 280 pounds or so. Like kind of all I was drinking was just Jack and, and Coke. It is all I ever, ever would drink like when I went out and stuff. And um, dude, I was just like one day Jillian looked at me. I actually, I, I, we live in Illinois, so weed here is legal. And uh, I, I don't get my medical cannabis card in Illinois here. And, Jillian just looked at me one day. She goes, well, I'd rather you high than drunk. And I said, I feel better when I'm like this than when I'm drunk. I'm not hungover acting stupid and being a dumbass and doing stupid things and walking out and falling and hitting my head on cement walls outside my favorite concert venues and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I just, I never went back, dude. And also, uh, it was right around the same time uh, Tucker Bethard quit drinking, too, because it was around the time his brother got killed or uh, was killed in Nashville. And my last night, I still have my, my bar tap. My very last night that I actually drank was at a Tucker Brethren concert in Chicago at Bub City. And uh, I've always saved that. So it's something I've had. But I don't know if I'll ever go back. I'm pretty far into it now. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, fuck. I mean, if if it works for you, why? Why? Why not? Why? At first, it was cool. I used to do this. Is a little unknown fact. You, I don't know if you know it or not. This is something I, I used to have fun doing. I used to run a paranormal group for years. Uh, probably I don't know how many years ago. I got still, still want to do it. We still have the trailer, all the equipment in it. And we run around to these old abandoned buildings with these electronic gadgets that we have in our hands. And just have it. I did it more for the thrill of being in these old buildings and the historical factor of seeing all the stuff we got to see and all the stuff we got to do. But um, there's a girl on our team, and she did a 100-day challenge or whatever. And I'm like, well, if she could do 100 days, I could do 100 days. And that was around the time Jillian said the same thing to me. Well, would you rather be high than drunk or whatever? 
And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to see if I can do 100 days. And then 100 days turned into 300. And I'm like, I'm just going to see if I can do a full year. Now I'm at three, what, just hit three years in December, I think it was. So it, that's kind of like, shout, I always shout out Ashley. So that's kind of like her little shout out because she, she started me off with a little challenge. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Now, now, Jillian, do you like whiskey? Do you drink whiskey? Did you drink whiskey? No, I actually don't drink at all. I never have. Wow. I have a glass of wine every once in a while, and maybe a margarita every once in a while. Oh, one, one glass puts her tipsy. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> and she's in bed. <laughs> so I probably drink less than 10 times in my entire life, honestly. Wow. Yeah, we're just not a, my family didn't drink. We, we were just not drinkers. So. And I'm still sitting it's here. Funny, here it's funny that we're talking about this because our entire basement is. I'll call. Alcohol base. Like <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at Jack Daniels bar right now. We have a yeah. <laughs> Jack Daniel barrels and we have Jack Daniels bar and we fully stocked bar and nobody in this house drinks. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it, it's, but it's, it's kinda of funny, you know. It's funny because like I feel like a fraud sometimes with it because you know, I I've been super fortunate to have these distilleries send me bottles of their stuff from all over the country and like it's super, you know, I'm super, super thankful for it. But I still have bottles on my bar from last year, the beating of this time last year that I haven't even opened. Yeah, yeah. You know, and a lot of it is because I don't have time to just sit here and pop open bottles left and right. But the other part of it is like, you know, if I find a bottle I like, I'll open it and I'll drink it until it's done. You know, whatever, however long that may be. Yeah. You know, I, I, I probably sound like I just sit here and drink all day like you know trust me there's times i wish i did but it's like even like i look back in some of my first i think my first five or six episodes i was still drinking um like the first like three four months i was doing my podcast and you could hear on a couple of them about 45 minutes in i start slurring some words and i'm like yeah i'm glad i quit doing that because yeah i can never have interviewed artists and been professional yeah yeah I'm glad I quit when I did and, and everything else. I would sit there and have two or three Jack and Cokes while I'm talking to members of the church choir pretty much. Yeah. Like that's something I've never done doing this show. I've never sat down and had a drink while I was chatting. Never once. Yeah. That's good. And, and a lot of it is because I don't, it, it's not, you know, something I need to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, that's awesome. Now, what about boots? Like them, don't like them, have them, don't have them. I used to love them, but I'll tell you, I got some cool pairs. Um, so I, I have two pairs of cowboy boots that actually are sit, sit kind of really close to me down here. One is actually a pair that Jillian bought me in West Virginia for our wedding. And about two weeks before our wedding, I had a meeting greet with Eric Church. I took them. And where are they? Like alligator skin? Or, well, I don't know. I don't know what kind of skin they are. There's some kind of skin boots. I've only worn them twice in my life. You know, it was my wedding and my grandma's funeral. But uh, I, I took them to the. Oh, they snake skin. She's looking at them. And uh, I took them to the meeting greet that I had with Eric, and he wrote "Love You, Bro" and signed them. I told him they're my wedding boots. I want them signed. So, like the biggest thing, I, or one of the biggest things at our wedding, like all oh, the groom's boots are signed by Eric Church, and this and that. It was just cool. Like, we, and I still have those hanging up here. And then the other one is uh, my mom got them for me on my birthday one year, and they're actually Eric Church's stage-worn boots. He bought a pair of boots. He wore them like for two or three shows. They weren't fitting real well, and he's like, "Whatever." He threw, threw them at the merch table. Yeah, threw them at the merch table. And my mom 
was the first one there saw him. She's like, I'll buy him right now. <laughs> she threw him in a bag and then she gave him back to Eric to give to me. So I'm like, that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Because yeah. he gave it to you by the bus. Yeah. Yeah, he gave it to me by the bus. Yeah. 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 That's fucking awesome. That's so, yeah. So about. actually, it's pretty cool. I got a state, Eric Church's stage warm boots. I got the guitar, the drum head from the recording of Sinners Like Me um, from the studio that they used. And I have Eric Church's first Gibson Hummingbird guitar. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Oh, but I, but I didn't start the church choir. <laughs> yeah, I, I said I was there. I was, I was in the vicinity of it. <laughs> of it starting. Oh, yeah. I think I had, it wasn't like a heat, like it wasn't, it's not like it, you know what I mean? It wasn't. Yeah. Like, there's not 20,000 people. Like, yeah, there's there was like 200 people. people, and like half of them were like just so, at the bar. Back in the day, and this is what I laughed when you asked Jillian about Eric Church and everything because I got pictures of her hanging flyers and stuff. But back in the day, if you wanted Eric Church to oh, be angry, you would have to hang flyers. So, like, when Jillian was going to school for nursing and school stuff in Boonville, Mississippi, she'd be hanging flyers on the community board, on the community board <laughs> in her school and taking pictures, or we'd be going downtown Tupelo, Mississippi. And Hanging flyers for Eric Church coming to town around, and then when you take pictures of it, you'd send it into his people, and they'd reply with me angry. Yeah, I remember those days. We used to do that with OAR. <laughs> yeah. That's like that's like true grassroots stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. You hand out flyers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Out no. CDs. <laughs> we did yeah. that too. We have a we have a, like a, a local New England record shop CD store or that used to be like huge, and um, it's called Newberry Comics. It's still around. And they'd have a place, you know, it was pre-really internet, and they'd have, like, bulletin boards for shows and flyers for shows. And I would go there every time OAR was coming around and put a flyer in and take a picture, and that's how I either got my tickets for the show or, you know, whatever. I got something for it. And, God, I don't miss those days. Now it's... Hey, I'll promote the show on my Instagram from my toilet. Can I? This will uh... date me a little bit, but the very first band I ever did that for, um, I still remember it because they, they would send me a box of cassette tapes. And uh, they were a local Chicago band. They were just like a garage band, but they would play like every now and then they would play at Metro and they would sell it out. And I still have the very first, like one of their very first demo tapes, like cassette tapes. It was like only two songs on it. Now, I, man, if I dig it out, I don't know if it'll ever be worth anything. But it, the very first song on it's Down With The Sickness. That's a Disturbed C- uh, cassette tape. So I used to do Disturbed Street Team. And I got paid in, like, tickets to go see their shows and everything else. And that was one of the coolest things I got to do way back when. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, dude. I still have those cassettes somewhere. Like, I probably still have, like, two or three still in a wrapper. <laughs> But I, I had to go to the mall and just hand out disturbed cassettes. That's all I had to do. And then they gave me tickets to the show. Wow. <laughs> I feel like you live like the real life Tower Records, like that movie. Yeah. I, I worked like I that, worked at Tower Records. Yeah. I worked at Tower Records for a couple of months. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that was your life back then. That was way for me. Are you talking about Empire Records though? Did I say did I say Tower, Tower Records? Records? Yeah, but I, I think say Empire Records. Yeah. Is that the what's that movie called? I think it's with, Empire um, Records with with Steven Tyler's daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Empire Records, okay, right? Empire. Yeah, it's Empire. Yeah, it is yeah. Empire Records. Yeah, but I think it's like a ripoff of Tower Records. Oh, whatever. <laughs> That's a badass movie, though. Now you, you bring know, that up. You know, it's funny. I know we're supposed to back on the air church. I was just looking at some of the stuff that you had. I forgot you had your 
dashboard cover. <laughs> that, was a, that was a wild night. All right, talk about talk about things I own. Um, I, I Nobody never, else owns. Yeah, I never threw things away, but I used to have a 2001 Pontiac Grand Prix that I would drive to every single church show that I ever went to, like the early on ones. That car had almost 300,000 miles on it when I got rid of it. Yeah, it was one of my favorite cars. And we were in Jackson, Tennessee one night, and we ended up having a couple of those guys sign my dashboard. Like I had like well, a little, first of all, driver wanted. Well, I'm getting there. I'm getting okay. there. Okay. I'm getting there. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting there. I, uh, it was over my airbag, my passenger side airbag cover, and I had them sign it. So like Jeff Hyde or they signed it there. Then driver, I see him over, and I look over. There's a Burger King like across the street, and he's like at the drive-through, walking through like at this Burger window. King in the window, like knocking on the window. And this is Eric Church's guitar player. <laughs> and he's like knocking on the window of Burger King and they're like saying no. And this now he comes back. He looks pissed. And I'm like, hey driver, man, do you mind signing my dash to you? So I don't know. It was like our drunk, drunk night. Man. I was really yeah. drunk. I had a silver Sharpie on me and I was having the band sign my dashboard in my car. He goes, Yeah, but you gotta drive me through Burger King first. I said, All right, done. He's like, dude. They won't have them serve me. <laughs> he goes, they won't serve me through the window, so I need a car to drive me through. So I'm back in my smoking day, a little still, but I am pulling out a little bit of weed. I'm like, hey, driver, I got some Mississippi finest down there. He goes, dude, this is some crap, whatever. <laughs> and I'm going to smoke a driver for a minute. But I'm like, that's cool, man. Just the little things I got to do and hang out. And I think we got back, and then I got to Eric to sign it. But I still have, like, I wanted to go trade that car in. And right before I traded in, I, I slowly peeled off this airbag cover, praying that the airbag would not go off why i'm doing it i'm like if this airbag goes off i'm sol but i traded the car and they're like well what happened i'm like oh the sun baked my dash one day and just popped that cover off and <laughs> i still have it just sitting next to the key of that car that's awesome <laughs> i'll take a picture of it and text you tonight when we're yeah hell yeah because it's pretty hell cool yeah. because like the whole band signed and they all wrote something on it like one of the guitar players wrote to one of the first singer centers on it. Um, another one, driver wrote rock out with your cock out. That was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I drive around, drive around everywhere I go with this road on the dash of my car. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, for things that I have, I don't have a ton. Um, you know, I do have all of my press passes and, yeah. and all that, you know, I have my first, you know, the first time I saw Luke Combs, we, um, we scored a meet and greet. We were, we were heading into the show, and one of the local radio stations was doing doing something. And so Luke's birthday and my birthday are like two days apart. I think he's like March 2nd, and I'm March 4th. So we were like, hey, you know, we're kind of celebrating me and Luke's birthday. You know, it was on Luke's birthday um, that he was in Worcester, and we had just found out we were pregnant with, our, with the baby. Ooh. And so... I had spun this wheel and I didn't win and my wife spun the wheel. She didn't win. And like, we were just chatting cause we were the only people there at the, at this table. There was nobody around. So my wife is like, Oh yeah, you know, it's his birthday. And we just found out we were pregnant, but we're pregnant and blah, 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 blah. And they gave us two meet and greets. Oh yeah. That's awesome. So, I think we're like kindred spirits. Cool. Cause we had, well, what were we doing? We were at Luke Combs show once and we had the same, same kind of luck. That's cool. <laughs> Yeah, and then you know when I got the I got the strange idea to ask for like autographed pictures of my guests, okay. and so now I have you know I have quite a few. 
um, you know, I've had people that have sent them to me and others that haven't, and that's fine. You know, if they're listening to this, that's fine. <laughs> um, but you know, I have, I have a ton of them and I have some really cool ones. You know, I have my, you know, I have one from Taylor Austin Die. I have George Dukas, you know, I have Shane Smith from the Saints. So um, we, we tried doing something like that with our, with our, like our shot. Like we always do like a little, we would print out our, whatever, our show poster. Our show poster. Yeah. Going out, I would email it to, or not email, but I'd mail it to whatever the PR company was or whatever else that we, whoever we booked the artist through. Yeah. I sent them like four of them and have them sign it and send them back. I think I had like Ashley Craft do a couple, Ray Fulcher, Drew Parker, yeah. and stuff like that. Because then, like, let's be honest, and you can probably agree with this, like, this costs a lot of money to do. <laughs> yeah. So by the time, you know, you're putting out way more than you're getting in. Yeah. <laughs> so we, a lot of that, I know it was fun. It was fun. We did all the giveaways and stuff, but people didn't realize, like, that was a lot of our pocket. Like, we, we were paying for the prints, we were paying for the shipping, we were paying for the extra, you know. Yeah. We yeah, well, that's, that's why I asked if they'll do it. <laughs> I said, that's why I asked if they'll do it. So like, yeah. hey, if, I could, if you have one, you want you don't mind sending out. Yeah, I'd love to have one. That's a great idea. I love that. You know, that's awesome. You know, because my favorite one I have is from Connor Smith because he was on the show. I, I yeah. still still have no idea how the fuck that happened. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, it's not personalized like the rest of them are. But, you know, I don't care. You know, I really don't because... I really think he's going to be, he's going to be up there one of these yeah. days. We're, we're supposed to have, we're, we were supposed to have Warren Ziders on and they promised me that he'd come on this year. I don't know if we will get him or not, but I agree, so. yeah, I don't know, but I, he's one I'm still trying to hold on to. I think he's going to be one like that. It's just going to blow up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys, we've been doing this for almost two hours. I love you guys so much. Uh, see, I think, that's awesome. I thank you so much for all of this. This has been Probably the one of my favorite episodes of all time. Like, yeah, this is fun to sit back and chat and then talk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's that's really what it's all about, you know. At the end of the day. Yeah. Well, uh, I've always wanted to do like a round table, and we'd have to do that one time. Like have like have like Kyle and Bobby and you and I and all was on one night. And oh God, that would be awesome. I would. That would. We we should. Yes, let's do that. Let's try to set that up. Yeah. That would be fun. I get fun with have, have everybody on and just do like one big like round table and talk about country music. Or yeah. <laughs> yes, I love it. Or whatever love comes it. up. <laughs> well, Strivers, thank you so much again. Um, thank you, dude. It's it's a it's a huge honor for you guys to be here and tell tell your stories and you know make uh make memories with the melodies. We have we have fun, man. This has been great, and like you just said, we could talk to you forever. And we could been great talking to you two weeks in a row now. I'm gonna miss it next week. I'm back, man. I need to talk with Jim. <laughs> <laughs> right? We don't have a show next week, like, so Well, no, no, we we, we do now. We were supposed okay. to have a show tomorrow night, but they rescheduled. So it was really cool having this tonight because we were actually able to still have a show this week. Then yeah. actually, still be able to talk to somebody and come to the basement, spend our time together. And sometimes it's the only time her and I get alone anymore is coming to this basement and doing these shows. So. Yeah, thank you for giving us that this week. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, man! Anytime, anytime. Well, thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to the the next time we can connect publicly like this. And you know, as always, I'm sure I'll I'll text you at some point this week to yeah, see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, man, definitely keep in touch. And like, like anything you ever need, man. Anything you you think I can help you out with? 
never be never be afraid to send it over to me or ask me if it's anything I could do to yeah. Photoshop or anything like that. Man, but, careful, know, careful what it. you wish for. Careful yeah. what you wish for, because yeah. I don't, I'm I'm a moron when it comes to that stuff. <laughs> Absolutely, still learning. Like I said, you learn every day on this stuff. So that's right. <laughs> yeah. So all right, guys, have a great night. All right, buddy. Have a good one, bud. See you, guys. Well, there you have it, everyone. Our conversation with Jillian and Aaron Schreiber. I can't tell you again. I know I said that at the top of the show, but that was two hours ago, and you probably don't remember. But they mean the world to me, and I love them two pieces, and I cannot wait to talk to them again. And it's such a blessing being Aaron's friend and Jillian's friend and, and being so alike. It's It's really, really cool. And I really, really appreciate them. But um, thanks for checking out the episode. Um, for you newcomers, thank you for coming around. Check out our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, the whole nine yards. Um, some cool shit is up there. So I appreciate all the follows and the likes and the subscribes. And YouTube, we're doing YouTube like a, like a mofo right now, I guess. Um, so I appreciate all that love and support as well. Um, we're in February. Uh, February's almost over. March has got some good stuff coming. Uh, um, yeah, just keep checking us out, man. We're we're rolling. We got some hopefully some big names coming up soon, and we'll uh, hopefully be able to share some of that with you soon. So, until next time, guys, take care of yourselves. Keep those boots on the ground and the whiskey in the glass. Cheers, y'all.